Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, September 14th. I'm J.E. Skeets, back here in the Classic Factory and alongside me, as always, the dancing machine at the wedding, Tass Mellis. <laughs> you betcha. Good to see you again, Skeets. What's up, Tassie? We got the international man of mystery taking it to the max, rocking the Ginobili mm-hmm. jersey, Lee Ellis. Amigos. Mm, amigos. Amigo. And over yonder, making the magic happen here. In the midst of a construction zone, <laughs> super producer JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Always improving, Skeets. Always. Hey, I got to say, I pulled up. Lee can attest to this. I said, look at this. Look at this house. Look at these windows. <laughs> look at this. Uh, I don't even know what you call that detailing there. Board that- and batten, I believe <laughs> it's called. <laughs> batten down the hatches. Uh, looks great. Thanks. Yeah. But they're still working out there. They're still working. But. They're on the other side of the house today, so it's not going to be as loud as yesterday. Oh, yeah. No bunts. It was pretty bad. No bunts was, uh, I saw someone say it was like an Astros game. There was a lot of banging. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fans out there for the Phillies. Uh, JD, do you need a roof guy at all? Or is your roof uh, like that? Uh, you know what? Uh, you can keep your roof guy because. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're always up there. I don't wow. need a roof guy coming every three months wow. to my house. Okay. Okay. I offered. I offered. I, I don't know. These guys look legit. Like, they're, oh, they're, they're the working best. their ass off. Roberto. Oh. You know what? It's just a a joy when they show up. It's, they just showed up. They show up like early. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and they and they they take a lot of pride, a lot of pride in their work. I love it. <laughs> that's great. It, it is looking good. I can't wait to see the the finished product. They're getting some good weather here in Atlanta too. Know, to, yeah. uh, to that's, work out. that's why it's happening this week. It was supposed to happen last week. Oh, the rain. Was, uh, nah. shitty, so. Gotcha. Well, shout out to the stream team for joining us live right now on YouTube. We appreciate that. If you uh, haven't hit the like button, make sure you subscribe, comment away there in the stream team and share the show. Let's get those numbers pumping before the start of the season, all right? I'm talking subscriptions, likes, all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're working on it. I know. Yeah, we're working. Yeah, we're on dropping it. I feel like we're dropping 10 shorts a day suddenly. My <laughs> man TK is doing all of this work and then JD of course. So let's uh help those guys out. Let's get those likes and subscriptions going. Email in your NBA questions to no dunks at theathletic.com if you've got good cues, basketball related or not. Also encourage you to check out uh, all the content we've already produced here. It's only hump day, but I feel like we got a couple shows up. Monday's Is This Good podcast with Matty O uh, asking the hard-hitting questions. Uh, we debated eating food off of someone else's plate. Lee, quick reactions. Good or not? Well, it depends. <laughs> quick reactions, Lee Lee. Context. If it's your kids, <laughs> yes. If it's an adult, probably not. Okay. Picking up friends and family from the airport. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, I knew you'd be team. Love that. that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, listening to podcasts at 2x speed. <laughs> uh, no. Do you even listen to podcasts? No, I don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that incredible? Just a this guy's been note. podcasting for a decade. I'm a plus. serious XM man. I'm a serious XM man. You know, so uh, 
I like my uh, wow. my nineties on nine. I like my uh, like Air Nation. I DJ like my Bobby Bob. <laughs> Spider Harrison on. Uh, what about English Nick on the river? Nah, I have to get rid of the river. I'm afraid now because I'm, I'm paying for serious. So uh, you know you got to mix it up. There's some great uh, great stations out there. But you don't listen to any podcasts. Nah, amazing. man, I need a break from a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's other podcasts about I know, other but things. Have you listened to any of them? Like, wow. Oh, jeez. All right. So, I guess what are you? I guess you're no good podcast. <laughs> you're just dead. Our podcast good. No, says Lee Ellis. Yeah. What are you doing? At least I have listened to podcasts. In fact, there was a massive case. I, I think you know about this in Australia yep. recently. Uh, about the Teacher's Pet podcast. Uh, Nora has listened to this, yeah. yes. Well, uh, she may have seen, I'm sure she has, he was just convicted of uh, yeah. of the crime uh, 40 years later, thanks to a podcast. So you know so of this podcast. I know. Of listened the, I listened to, to that one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, instead you're calling in to the radio stations on Sirius with your top five U2 songs, Absolutely. according to Lee Ellis. Yeah, I've all. tried to get on the 90s on 9, but uh, no response yet, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm emailing them again. <laughs> it's ironic. You have to hope the people that work at 90s on 9 are listening to podcasts so they can reach out to you and get in contact with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Where's downtown Julie Brown? I mean, uh, you know, she she must be listening to our show. That's who it is? Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, she's on 90s on 9. That's yeah. the, like the, the yeah, yeah, OG? Yeah. Wow. O- the OG, yeah. yeah. Holy. Yeah, been see? In the, been in the game for years. Ah, oh, she has. Uh, Still got it, too. What about the Sugar Ray guys on there? Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Um, Mark Mark, McGrath. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lisa Loeb. What do you mean on there? The hosts? Yeah, Yeah, they're hosts. They host their own show, yeah. Lisa Loeb does one. Um, But talk radio or they throw in the song? They're DJ. Remember this way back throwback? Oh, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. Casey Kasem's Oh, Casey's still on the 70s. He's alive? No. No, no, no. They just have his tapes. They, they have play. His, they just play him. They just play Casey Kasem on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. Number three yeah. of 1975. I it's, thought like Seacrest took that over. Or well, he for the well, new ones, he did for the, the American Top 40 or whatever oh, okay. it was. But yeah, it's just the 70s on seven. So it's they just awesome. Re, because I, mean, I won't go. I wouldn't go that. <laughs> no, it is because <laughs> when you're driving around with kids and they can hear uh, Shaggy's voice on the radio, it's like wow. This is, I said, <laughs> and the only place you can get that is. Serious XM. Serious XM. Uh, I had me confused. I thought you meant Shaggy and Sting, you know. Well, they even even had a shout-out to the Australian station 3DB in Australia from the 70s where they used to simulcast it. That was amazing. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Great. You think people will be doing that in 100 years from now, firing up Lee Ellis podcasts and... Maybe. Why not? Him I mean, they live forever. Yeah, that's true. I do. I, I, know, I know there's some diehard uh, TBJ slash starters, No Dunks fans that have like old no, uh, blank episodes. Or there's some on Reddit, I think. Yeah, yeah. Reddit. I think yeah, yeah. some people were dropping them in the Discord, No Dunks mm, Discord. Wow. Yeah. I'm just a Delilah guy. <laughs> She's still doing her thing. Really? Yeah. She's <laughs> like 40 or 50 years. Who? <laughs> what? You don't know who Delilah is? I've yeah, never taken advice from Delilah. Yeah. Delilah, no. Delilah in your ears? What do you mean you advice? Love, she, she's like, she a, advice. Yeah, she's like an a, Ann Landers type. Ann Landers. No, she's Delilah. <laughs> she's a one-name radio personality. You <laughs> don't compare Delilah to anybody. He doesn't even know. She's He's been old. doing it for 40 years. Where, though? Here? In yeah, Atlanta? Simul- no, no. She, uh, she is. You don't know where she is. She's simulcast on every radio network <laughs> in everywhere. the United States. She's, she's everywhere and nowhere at once. Uh, she's in the Northwest, actually, which is kind of surprising. Oh. But. Delilah. Well, where do you listen to Delilah? Nowhere. Okay. Right. <laughs> where, where, where? Glad we got you to can find her everywhere. Uh, okay, you got us I back just wanted on. to see an old person because you guys were rocking Casey Kasem. Yeah. Everybody yeah. listening to this podcast like, who? 
Yeah. Radio DJs? That's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, other shows. Tess, like we said, had the No Bunts episode yesterday. Did a deep dive oh, on yeah. uh, why you're a fan of all these new rules. Love rules. Jesus. I love rules and saws <laughs> and hammers. Yeah. We were we were just fighting through a lot of construction. <laughs> so, but the new rules are good in baseball. Okay, they well. are genuinely good, even though some are mad. Don't change my game. I'm clutching my <laughs> pearls. I'm mad clutching them. Any changes in any sport that yeah, aren't they? Yeah, like, get over it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's good for the game. Mm. All right, well, check out No Bunts to hear why uh, Tass really thinks that for these pitch clocks and banning of the shifts and uh, yeah. the larger bases, all that. Uh, also, yesterday, Trey and Graydon had a new F1 podcast uh, over on No Breaks that has its own separate YouTube feed and podcast feed. So if you're a fan of the Vroom Vrooms, check out that. And finally, next week... Survivor 43 premieres on Wednesday, September 21st, which means no buffs. Our Survivor Recap Pod returns the following day on Thursday, September 22nd. We will be discussing every twist and blindside and vote and awkward dump that happens out there on the <laughs> island. So check out and subscribe to No Buffs, which also has its own YouTube feed and Apple feed and Spotify feed. Um, just search for No Buffs Survivor 43. You're, I know you're all in. I heard you say yes, something. Yes, yes, I love it. Are you going to be in on Survivor 43? I've done my Survivor You don't have stretch. to listen to the podcast. <laughs> I won't make you do that. But uh, I really enjoyed the Survivor in the, in the shutdown season time. But getting into it just in regular season stuff with everything else. Going, I'm a soccer coach this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll be doing uh, hopefully some other stuff basketball-wise. So can't squeeze another well, thing Well, I'll tell you calendar. what you're going to be doing. What? We're forcing you to do it. We are going to fire up, and we'll have a lot more details on this uh, in the coming weeks. We're going to be doing a survivor fantasy pool. Ooh! So you got to pick your team, right? Your you know your your contestants, and then there's a lot of like uh, a lot of other fun things you can do with it. Okay. Uh, well, the best part of any survivor so or any fantasy is coming up with your team name. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll start mm. thinking about it. Can we add aqua dumps to the pool? Like, oh, if somebody takes an aqua dump on yeah, camera, yeah, you team. get like 10 points or something. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I'll, we I'll make an email that. to uh, Chris, yeah. our, our guy there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, we'll have more info on this uh, over on No Buffs. You, it, you won't have to be locked in for the first episode. It's going to start as you get to episode two. So mm. that, part we'll is, that part is cool Smart. what JD's bringing up, the, the random things we can add yeah. as bonus points, like... Whatever the term is for somebody climbing up in a tree and doing a, a you know, a spy gate. <laughs> a spy shack or something. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do we can get very creative, you're yeah, right. That's so if cool. you have ideas. Like we already have like uh yeah, somebody cries on, on camera, you know, get some points there. People say like cliche, like I'm probably going home or mm. something, you know, all Ooh. this stuff. I like the cliche thing. Yeah. It is what it is. If it's say if they say it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's points okay. right there. No buffs. We are pumped, Survivor forty three. Coming back next week. No buffs uh premieres for us there on Thursday, the day after, and then we'll have all the details about this new fantasy game that we are forcing Lee Ellis to play with us <laughs> this year. Okay. Uh I'll this, probably win, actually. You probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the way it goes in fantasy <laughs> sport. I mean, yeah. the one thing is anyway. with this, you're going to have to, you'll, you will have to make some decisions every week. That's right. It, it, okay. It'll take you five minutes. No, it's your lineup change. That's yeah, exactly. Fine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we have a fun No Dunks podcast here today. We're going to be debating future NBA Hall of Famers because we just saw a couple go in. Specifically, NBA players Tim Hardaway and uh, Manu Ginobili. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, Lily's rocking the jersey. And then our guy Rob Peterson, he had a great article about future Hall of Famers, and we thought, man, we can make that into a fun podcast. We're going to get to that in a second. But before we do, we had some big news in the NBA. Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver has been suspended one year by the NBA following the completion of the league's investigation into allegations he fostered a toxic 
and hostile work environment. That's to say the least. Sarver was also suspended from the Phoenix Mercury, WNBA team, which he owns, fined $10 million, and must complete a training program focused on respect and appropriate workplace conduct. Um, any thoughts on this? Is he getting off very easy in your mind? Are you surprised? Not surprised? What do you think, Lee? Or Sorry, Tess. I'm looking at Tess. We'll get to you in a second, Lee. I think the NBA can't want Robert Sarver to be representing one of their 30 organizations after this investigation. So why not come down on him harder? I think they wanted to, um, but they didn't take it upon themselves to do it. I, I, I don't think there's any question that his, his, his etiquette here, what he has done, the way he has treated certain types of people as second-class employees and second-class citizens would have gotten him fired if he was a slightly lower-level employee, right. undoubtedly. But he's the owner of the team, and I think he's not fired because they, they just didn't have the guts to do it, and really because there wasn't anything on tape. I think that's what happens in... In a lot of different parts of our society, if he was caught on tape saying a lot of these things, like Sterling, uh, yes, yeah, no, we say Sterling because that's the only instance where somebody had to give up their ownership, and that's the sort of the threshold, the bar where he said, "Hey, do not hang out with black people because they are not like us." So we have to throw in, you know, that caveat. But what is the threshold? Uh, Sarver essentially did, you know, similar type stuff. Yeah. He 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 can't stop using the N word uh, <laughs> because he he says he he ne- I can repeat it. I can just I can continue to repeat it. He can't stop doing that, and he can't stop treating women like second class employees and second class citizens. And so, at the end of this investigation, one of the statements the NBA said was basically there wasn't intent uh, on his. Part, on Robert Sarver's part, that was motivated because of racial animus, uh, you know, racial hostility or gender biased hostility. How the hell do they know that? Yeah, they they can't they can't know that, and it's it's kind of dumb for them to assume that. And I, again, just to come back to the point, this is a f- sort of a progressive league. I say sort of because they're not firing him, and and so they or want forcing him to sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, it's forcing him to sell. They want it to seem like that, um, but they aren't doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure, again, stepping back, I'm sure they're, they're saying, we don't want him as part of our league. The people under him don't want him as their leader of their organization, um, but they didn't get rid of him. And that's what it really comes down to. It is strictly a slap on the wrist. What do you think? Yeah, uh, finding a billionaire $10 million is nothing. Yeah. Suspending him for a year is nothing. Yeah. So it, ultimately, the NBA is like, we're okay with the racist behavior we're okay with a misogynistic behavior because you say there's no tape true but he admitted using the n-word several times that's the only times he's admitted using it imagine how many other times he has used it and 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 this is over like 18 years exactly (laughs) so this is a long time i think ultimately the nba with donald sterling he was an older guy didn't have much support they were easier to shove him out they had the votes yeah everybody hated him the other owners is what i'm and i think they probably canvassed the other owners to see if they could get the votes for sava but sava is like, well, if you want to go to court and, and hash this out, I'll, I'm more than happy to do that and air some dirty laundry on yeah. the other owners yeah. and on the league. And the league didn't want that fight. So instead they came they came out with this. Not a, It's not a punishment at all. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you're an employee of the Phoenix Suns, right now you're like, well, nothing's, nothing happened. What's going to change? Why would it change? And if you're an owner as well, and I'm sure there's some other nervous owners out there who have behaved like this. We know what happened with the Mavericks a few years ago. Mark Cuban got a $10 million fine, which again was nothing. 
Well, it's so, the maximum they can yeah. even be fined. But what it ultimately says is yeah. you get a pass to behave like that when that is totally unacceptable. As you say there, Tass, if that was a low-level low level employee, you can just can them straight away. Yeah. The wealthy play by a different set of rules. If you're white <laughs> and you're rich, yeah. Yeah, and that. you uh, basically get away with whatever yes. you want. And yeah. the NBA is now saying, we're actually okay with that because we haven't really got any power to kick him out. Mm-hmm. But, that, and this is the problem with that, you know, even Adam Silver's statement said yesterday, you know, they thought it was uh, the appropriate punishment. Not a single person could possibly believe that if you want your league to be progressive and ahead of the game and saying, we don't accept racism, we don't accept yeah. misogynistic. He made a, a pregnant woman cry. Yeah. A pregnant woman yeah. cry and feel bad for herself. So I, I think almost even worse is the investigation found other instances of workplace misconduct by Suns employees that weren't even Sarver. Because he creates right. this of environment course. where it's like... If he can do it. Exactly. And then so this spreads across your total organization. And yeah, heaven forbid you are, it sounds like a, a female employee of this team, uh, either the uh, the Suns or the Mercury, or obviously, uh, you know, a person of color. And so like, it's... it's or, or anyone. It sounds like it was brutal for everyone. Yeah. This guy also just sounds like a monster. Because, Period. again, because he's wealthy and powerful yeah. and doesn't have to face... Yeah. Consequences. Yeah. That's. I mean, that is the classic case right now. You've seen it. So many examples. We had a president for four years who did that. Yeah. Yep. You know. So when you when you have never been held accountable for behaving that way, why would you stop? Why would you feel you're going to get held accountable? And why would anyone think this person's actually going to get punished? Well, it'll be interesting to see a year from now when he's back being the <laughs> owner of the Suns and Mercury, and and what will how will that be handled by the employees of both of those organizations, the players? Both of those teams, like, you know, will he prove in, in in these training, you know, programs that he takes that he's a changed guy? Of course not. He's going to change in his seventies. Yeah, I, I don't. I think find so it highly, so I, highly unlikely. And, yeah. And yeah, he he has to go through, and and I guess the people in the organization have to go through these seminars. But what is that going to no, do? No, it's, it's not going to do anything. And I know there are people out there saying, "Well, you can't say anything anymore." I mean, sort of that's a general consensus amongst a lot of people. Hey, this whole cancel culture thing, you're just going to cancel the guy. Well, it's just about treating people with a little bit of freaking respect, yeah. <laughs> with with the baseline of human decency and that's what he he can't do and if if you're an NBA uh, owner on you know one of the other 29 owners you're I think this is a very sad day that you're you're looking at one of the other owners who's just unable to treat a whole lot of people women black people and uh, you know other than his uh, little boys club with uh, a little bit more respect mm-hmm. and and that's the unfortunate part I mean, he can be running a, a little boys club in a backyard somewhere but he should not be employing hundreds of people mm-hmm. i think that's what the that's the investigation just proved what baxter holmes espn report totally. said you know to a t yeah really uh sam amick at the athletic he had an interesting thought I th- I, I, in his article here today uh, go to theathletic.com slash no dogs if you want to read it and get a subscription. Um, he wrote, as currently constructed, the setup between the NBA and its teams, it's clearly lacking the kinds of checks and balances that might prevent these sorts of disasters. So the idea, I, he wonders, do there need to be more eyes and ears from the NBA side of things within some of these organizations to keep a bit of a, you know, <laughs> a little watch of what the hell is going on in some of these workplaces. Yeah, but again, you want the billionaires in there as the owners, and then they come in and they don't expect yeah. to have to play by the rules because yeah. they don't. And yeah. then when they do these sorts of things, they don't get punished. So you can stand there and say, well, we're going to enforce these rules. But then you have so much documented evidence of horrific behavior, and there's no accountability. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't see how things are going to change. I think it's just a matter of time before another owner, another organisation has their own issues like this, and it'll be the same thing. We just go, well, they didn't boot Sava out. Mark Cuban survived as well. So the other person's going to get away with it as well. It's, it's just, I mean, every organisation, I'm sure, has got a few skeletons in the closet yeah. anyway. Right. But the Donald Sterling one, you know, Adam Silver was just new to the league at the time. And again, older, no one liked him. Easier to sort of boot him out. Yeah. But and, now you and, can't do and that. And on tape. I mean, that's a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. But and, I mean, what's the difference if it's on tape or if he admits it like Sava has here? I mean... Well... <laughs> Listen, whenever something's on tape, every, everyone can interpret it for the way they want. I know, but I'm just saying he, he admitted it. Yeah. So, like, yeah. he's saying, yep, I used the, the most derogatory term I could use multiple times. But his, def- his defense, which is insane, is like, <laughs> I'm just repeating something I heard. It's like, it's, that's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And the difference is with Cuban, Cuban wasn't himself accused of anything yeah, but was, but he yeah, was, was leading a toxic yeah, workplace yeah, yeah. environment which yeah. he's which, responsible still for it yep yep all right well let's hear from everybody out there <laughs> in the stream team and uh, your thoughts on sarver did he get a slap on the wrist is uh you know is it fine with you let us know uh if you're listening to the podcast or watching here live let's get to the actual topic here this could take some time because we got a lot of names to uh um, tackle here because as i said over the weekend we saw bunch of players go into the Neesmith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. It was their 63rd class. He had 16 in Trinese, including two NBA players, Tim Hardaway and Manu Ginobili. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch any of... Uh, I usually... I don't watch it live, but nah. I like to go watch their uh, you know, their acceptance speeches or whatever you want to call it. It was, uh, was great. pretty noisy in there with Manu. He had the uh, Argentinian <laughs> true. Uh, support. <laughs> yep. uh, it was great. They, they were screaming and, and hollering out there, but it was great. Um, I, I just loved his speech. I mean... He talked about how he basically didn't ex- even expect to make the NBA. He got a call and he thought it was a joke. And mm-hmm. then he uh, he's playing for the San Antonio Spurs and he and he wins all those championships. And Manu's obviously had success with Argentina as well, which was very very meaningful to him. He won the uh, Olympic gold medal there in two thousand and four in Athens. And um, I mean, it's just great to see. I, I really really uh, Manu's top four for me all time. So top four, yeah, wow, not top yeah, five. Yeah, the yeah, rare yeah, top four, the yeah. Rushmore. You could have said Rushmore. Yeah, he is. He's on my Rushmore. He's on my Rushmore. So I uh, thought it was great. Tim Hardaway as well. Loved seeing him in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, really well done. Well, the Athletics' Rob Peterson, he did write an accompanying sort of piece, and he did this last year too, and he sort of updated it this year, looking at like active players, right, and, de- and wondering where they fall in line of their Hall of Fame credentials. You know, are they future Hall of Famers? Are they locks? Are they in the mix? Or are they on on the outside looking in when it's all said and done? So that's what we're going to do here on today's No Dunks. We're looking at active players only. I want to make that very clear. So we're not talking about retired players. Vince, Pau Gasol, Marc Gasol, Dirk, Tony Parker. He was at Ginobili's Mm -hmm. thing there. Dwayne Wade. You know, we don't wear... I would say probably all those guys yeah. I just listed will be in the Hall of Fame. I guess maybe Marcus Hall's one where you're like, eh. Yeah. But He's whatever. Got the Spanish stuff, though, as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, where are Sean Marion and Amari Stoudemire? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to know that. Yeah, if I Tim Hardaway is going in, Sean Marion and, and Amari. Sean Marion's not a lot. I don't think either of those guys get in. Uh, he's Sean Marion's in my Hall of Fame. Yes, but, yes, yes. But yes. I, I, don't, I don't think he gets in. Uh, and Amari Stoudemire is... He's sort of Chris Bosh without the championships and additional All-Stars. A shortened career. Sure. Um, not a lot of playoff success. I'm not sure Amari gets in. I, yeah, I could see I could see both those guys missing. Okay. If I had to pick one of the two, I think I'd have Sean Marion. Well, I, I'm glad you brought up my Hall of Fame. I wanted to know how you guys are tackling this when we go through these active players. Are you looking at it like, like you said, 
this is the Tass Mellis Basketball Hall of Fame. He's in mine, and yeah. you'll make the case why, or he's not in mine, and I'll make the case why. Or are you like, well, so-and-so's in the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. That means and this guy should be in or not be in. Which one are you doing, or is it a bit of both? It's a bit of both, to okay. be honest. Okay. Because I think um, you have to stand out and be remarkable to get in. So you're 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 going to be a bit of a hard ass. Uh, well, I'm going to try to be, but I'm also going to at times acknowledge like whether or not I think they get in, regardless of okay. my opinion. Okay. Because I think there is a difference. I think you can be a super standout for something, or or you know even if it's only a short time, but then there's other guys just the longevity of like you've yeah. just you just sort of earned your way in because you were there forever, mm-hmm. even if you weren't necessarily remarkable in the in the in the highlight or standout sense. Like Tim Hardaway. Let's go back to him for a second. I mean, to a lot of people, he's not a Hall of Fame player. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like two years of the run TMC guys without tons of success. I think they won one playoff series. But yeah. then he also did have some success in Miami. But also they got bounced a couple of times early in the playoffs. Right. I mean, Just a lot of people say Tim Hardaway, uh, a perfect example of the Hall of Very Good. Yeah. But maybe not in, in the Hall of Fame. But there he is. He's in it. You know, and this started happening with... Mitch Richmond going guys, in. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm not using the Hall of Fame yeah. as, as a barometer. That's no fun, right? Uh, because you can. Because <laughs> then we'd be, frankly, in, everybody in, we talk in, to. In, uh, yeah. you, you said Sean Marion, four-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, not a lot of individual accolades right. whatsoever. Great counting stats. Yep. But uh, even him got a ring. Like, uh, yeah, if <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah, Dallas was snuck, yeah. snuck in the Dallas ring. Uh, great defensive player. He was great. Did too. some work. Yeah. Yeah, again, in my Hall of Fame, but if you're looking at individual accolades, I don't even know if he meets the baseline. Sure. Marcus Gasol, in my Hall of Fame, but I don't <laughs> think he even meets the baseline. So baseline is is what? I guess, I guess it's Tim Hardaway now. Uh, it's Mitch <laughs> Richmond. Uh, those are sort of the guys yeah. in terms of individual accolades. But again, Sean Marion, four-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA. Should have made a lot of all-defense. But... That's crazy that about him, that he didn't make those. Yeah. And he was like... Because he was a son yeah. for so long. But he was good. You know, covering a bunch of positions. But you say, like, individual accolades. Ginobili just went into the Hall of Fame. He's yeah. got, like, what, two all-star appearances? Yeah. That's two all-NBAs, yeah. you know? If yeah. He's got all the rings. But that's a testament to him taking a back seat. Yeah. Uh, he talked know, about that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He could have, could have done it. Could have played a bigger role, earned more money, scored more points, but ultimately did sacrifice for the greater good. But he also won in Europe. And he won for Argentina. Yeah, that's true. The international flavor. Yeah, huge, huge. Which will definitely help. Yeah. Pa- uh, Pau Gasol, he's probably a lock anyway, but it could help a Marcus Gasol. Well, and that's the thing. Mark got some of that too. So, um, yeah. But no college success for those guys. Obviously, they didn't play in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's get to the list here. Again, active players only. Okay. Okay. Um, and we're going to tackle these alphabetical. Uh, we'll see if we move with some pace here because there's a lot of names. I got a list of 33 oh names. Oh, my God. This is the ultimate. Hey, what about this guy? Uh, I mean, he's got something God. to say. I got a flight to catch, man. Okay, let's go, go let's then. Go. Let's go. Okay, first name. Alphabetical, again. And right. sound off in the stream team, if you're joining us live on YouTube, uh, whether you think they are a lock for the Hall of Fame, a maybe for the Hall of Fame, or a nah not making the Hall of Fame. I want one of those three boxes. I'll try and keep track of how many locks we come up with. Okay. LaMarcus Aldridge, first on our list. Seven-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA. Lee, you go first. How do you feel about Aldridge? Longevity, consistency, very solid player. Top 50 in NBA career points. Yeah. 48th. But just doesn't scream Hall of Famer to me. Just doesn't scream it. But you mentioned the seven All Stars, five All NBA. Yeah, he's getting in. He's gonna have. <laughs> he's gonna have the accolades and uh, in terms of the points and, and just the counting stats. 
But I don't. What do you remember about Marcus Aldridge? Mid range assassin, solid, consistent yep. veteran. But yeah, he had that one playoff uh, series where he Houston. went back to back forties. Yeah, that's I right. In that. Houston on the road. Yeah, but, and that's it. What else do you remember? Oh, he signed with the Spurs. That was big. <laughs> that's yeah. what I mean. Is, this, <laughs> no, this is, I'm with you, man. This is to me why he doesn't get in because he never really took a team even close to a championship by himself ever. You know, he was with Lillard there. He went to yep. San Antonio. And again, his teams are never like, oh, remember that run that the LaMarcus carried his team on? So so to you in a Hall of Fame, uh, you know, nominee or whatever in Trini, you do want like sort of peak, at some point, like super peak success. Because this guy's averaged 19 and 8 yeah. over a thousand games. So there's the longevity part. Yeah. And you think about that draft. There was Bargnani first. I think Tyrus Thomas second. And then uh, who came third in that draft? Was that... Uh, Someone forgettable. Not Adam Morrison, was it? Was that, was that, that one? one? I don't know. Anyway, you think about Bargnani hasn't played forever. Tyrus Thomas barely even had a cup of coffee in the league in the end. And LaMarcus will probably still be on a roster next season at some point. So I absolutely respect and admire He's his in career. that draft's Hall of Fame. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> I the, do. I, I, best player in that. I, yeah. I, if you want like a solid, you know, consistent Al yeah. Horford type vet on your team, absolutely. But as a player who's like, man, he, he was so close to a championship I never really felt that with LaMarcus yeah. Aldridge and that's why I say I say no for mine okay. but I say he's getting in okay. anyway it was Bargnani Aldridge Morrison Tyrus Thomas and mm. then oh. Sheldon Williams mm, Sheldon yes. and then yeah. Brandon Roy so he went number two right he yeah. got traded though for two, Thomas four, yeah. Yeah. he went to the Raptors sort of debating Bargnani yeah. Aldridge and they went with the correct pick and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andre Bargnani uh, Tass what do you think about Aldridge Ooh, no, he's not getting in. Okay. And, and I feel like I'm crazy when I say that because he played for 16 years. And as you said, he was an all-star in seven of them. So nearly half of his yeah. years, he was an all-star. He was an all-NBA, which is kind of surprising looking back. Center, in, in, wasn't he? In yeah. five of those years. Mm. So a third of the years. What more could the guy do in terms of regular season awards? At the same time, yeah, he's not very memorable in terms of his postseason runs. He made one conference finals. That was with the Spurs when Zaza Pachulia stepped under Kawhi Leonard's foot, and that could have changed things if oh, they, wow. if, if you know, there there isn't a step under the foot situation there. I know the Warriors went on to to roll in that series, but maybe Aldridge gets a ring. Maybe things change. Maybe we're talking about a different situation. But he was never number one guy on a team for a championship team, as Lee said. This isn't the Hall of Very Solid. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and God, there's nothing more solid than a guy who scores yeah. 20,000 freaking points. And most guys who score 20,000 points in the NBA are in the Hall of Fame. You know, there are, there are a couple caveats in, in your Tom Chambers. Uh, but most of those guys... Jameson, I guess. Yeah. Jameson, yeah. 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 Do a shot for uh, for Antoine. He's not getting in. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's really the extent of it uh, to me. That's, that's the extent of the Marcus Aldridge story. It, he is one of those guys. He's your Paul Millsap of this generation that we just won't be thinking about. Ridiculously solid. But it's kind of hard to put him in. And, and I hate saying... Oh, if there's a weak crop a few years from now, maybe he gets in a weak crop of, of Hall of yeah. Famers. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's disrespectful to, to these dudes who are really, really, really good at their craft to say that. So I shouldn't have said it. But I will say, if there aren't super star, you know, Hall of Fame guys that are absolute locks like your Duncans and all that, he could get in. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a it's a weird thing that sometimes guys get in when there aren't those you know hallmark names. I mean, Chris, Ar- Chris Bosh is in. Yeah, the and championships. I know, I know. Uh, and, and more all-star appearances. I, I can't yeah, believe, yeah. looking back at Bosch's yeah. career, how how many he had. But, yeah, to me, 
Yeah, that's a, that's a decent one. To me, Bosch is, is really Amari Stoudemire with juice, and, and that's why Amari Stoudemire doesn't get in. Okay, next one. We're saying I'm with you guys, right, by the way. Uh, I'm, I'm going nah Ugh. on Aldridge. Yeah. Hey, look, that's we, we got to be uh, tough yeah, here. Yeah, we do. Uh, this next one should be easy. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Um, He's only played nine <laughs> NBA seasons. Wow. He's already on the yeah. top 75 anniversary team as one of the greatest of all time. Six-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, two MVPs, one Finals MVP, one Defensive Player of the Year, one Most Improved. Mm. Um, <laughs> he doesn't turn 28 until December. He's just hitting his prime is the scary part. I know his team just lost in Euro basketball. He got ejected, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But, uh, yes, uh, he could never play a single second from here on out and he would be making it. He'd be first ballot like that. Easily. Uh, the only debate for me is, does he become the greatest international player of all time? Wow. And I think he's on pace to do that because uh, Akeem Olajuwon is mine right now. Ooh, over but, Dirk even. Yeah, yeah, okay. oh, yeah, yeah okay. definitely. Okay. Um, but I think Giannis is very likely to have more MVPs, more finals uh, MVPs, more championships as well. Exactly how many, I'm not sure. But if he, let's say he wins four championships, then he's the greatest international of all time. <laughs> okay. So okay. Uh, that's the only debate for me. He's He could never play again, and he's in. Okay. Yeah, the only debate for me is if he mentions the starters or myself <laughs> in his Hall of Fame Wow, speech. that's right. Because uh, you encouraged him. Right? I did. Yeah. I did. We can roll back the tape. <laughs> he said when he had accepted an award, he thanked me personally for giving him motivation. <laughs> So I, I wonder if he remembers the yeah, little people that helped him along the way. You can't present him, though, because you're not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's the other <laughs> problem. You know? uh, he might make it. He might, well, give, maybe, might yeah. get the past a Gaudi Award. Yeah, yeah. Our, our <laughs> podcast in the podcast wing? Sure. Why yeah. the heck not? I could technically be in. We heard Swin Cash shout out our man Jimmy Ice from the league yeah, this yeah. weekend. So there's a chance. There's a chance. Uh, but obviously he's in. It was tough to see him get tossed uh, in yeah. that Euro basket game. Boy, but, um, he clocked him, though. He hit him. <laughs> he hit him. <laughs> it was funny because if you watch the play, your eyes aren't on that yeah. play. Yeah. I, I was confused. Yeah. I tweeted. I, I said, saw you tweeting about it. What's yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It is weird, though. That was a second unsportsmanlike yeah. foul. They have technicals. They have unsportsmanlikes. Yeah. So if they just gave him a tech, he'd be cool. Yeah. It's really weird. They have two two techs you're tossing. Anyways, we'll get to some Euro basket later on in the week. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Giannis, he's in our first he's slot. He's in. All right, next one. Carmelo Anthony. Hello. Uh, 10-time All-Star, 6-time All-NBA. Never made the first team. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean, it's just like a little position, odd. Though, like, I know, yeah. but I think Melo have one first team in them. Yeah. Top 75, too. Um, only one of two players to ever win an NCAA title, a scoring title, and a gold medal. Hmm. The other? Michael Jordan. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so what do you think? Uh, Melo a lock to you, Tess? He is a lock, okay. 100%. You get top 10 in scoring, you're in. Right. It is crazy the turn that has happened because before he went to OKC in Houston, there was the, oh, the, he wasn't a lock. I'll just put it that way. He wasn't. That was 14 years into his career. We're talking about like 2017 at the end of his Knicks run. He wasn't a lock, but he turned his career around. And a scorer and longevity, I mean, he's like an Alex English to me in, in sort of in, in mm-hmm. the hall. And uh, yeah, enough accolades plus top 10 in scoring. It's just it's kind of hard to keep him out. Never found a lot of playoff success, obviously, but yeah, that's enough. That's okay. just it's just enough. He's you know top ten at, at the most important thing in, in the game, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah. hard to keep him out. Yeah, twenty eight thousand plus points. He ranks ninth all time. He wow. could pass Shaq here. I mean, I don't think Melo's Melo hasn't said he's done, right? No, no. He, he's, he's playing yeah. out there. Yeah. He's, he's he, he doesn't need a lot to pass Shaq. So no, he only needs. Uh, 
300 or yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, so he could do that. Uh, what do you think, Lee? Yeah, he, he gets in. I mean, the three gold medals, um, but only 83 playoff games. I think this is, that's the knock on Mello. He was never really able to, to – he had one conference finals with the uh, the Nuggets in 2009 yeah. when he was the you know star player on yep. the team. Um, but those other accolades, the uh, the college as well, because he only had one season at Syracuse there, didn't he? But uh, he won the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. he's got that. He's got he's, he he probably doesn't get thirty thousand points. He needs another eighteen hundred. Yeah, I don't think he's got uh, that uh, left in him. That would probably take him at least three seasons. So he won't get there. But um, it'll be interesting to see in five, ten years' time if he still is in the top ten all-time scorers because he probably drops down when Durant and James Harden, right. uh, you know, a couple of those Steph, other guys. Maybe. Steph, Chris Paul, maybe even. No, probably not, but Chris Paul's actually a long way off. But no. So, Melo gets in. I mean, pretty good career. You would like to have seen him do something with the Knicks. I mean, they had that season where they lose to, you know, with the, the big Roy, uh, Roy Hibbert block was sort of iconic from that because the Knicks had a good season mm-hmm. and they should have gone to the uh, conference finals, but they didn't. So... 2012-13, when he is that year, the league, was, yeah, he was leading the league in scoring. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, he got one MVP vote, I think, that season. Uh, <laughs> that was when LeBron should have got the unanimous, but uh, Mally got one. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, as, as far as a scorer, was, I remember uh, Gary Washburn. Washburn yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Washburn did it. As far as Gary, you know, I mean, yeah, he he he's been a great scorer throughout his career, but just never had again a memorable extended playoff stretch where it's like Mello's team's going all the way this year. Is he a lock for you? He's a lock. Um, Mm. Yeah. He's... You said it. I mean, you're top 10 all time in doing the most important thing in the game. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that means you did it for a long time, and uh, unfortunately you maybe didn't have the playoff success that I'm sure he wishes he had. He's in. Melo's a lock. Yeah, he's a lock. Yeah. Okay. Your favorite player, Lee. Mm. <laughs> Current player. Bradley Beal. Rajan Rondo? Oh, Bradley uh, Beal. Three-time <laughs> All-Star. Yeah. He's only made one All-NBA team, yeah. which was two seasons ago. He's already played 10 years, Yeah. Uh, which seems a little crazy to me. And, I mean, look, the guy... Like Melo, at least over the last couple of years, over a two-year span, 1920, 2021, averaged nearly 31 points per game. What do you think, though, Lee? Is there any chance Beal will make it or should make it? Well, uh, will he make it? Yes. Or, 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 or could he make it? Could he make it? Yes, because he's already at 14,000 points and he could get the twenty to 25,000 range. But he needs more accolades and playoff success yeah. and that's the problem with him is he's that, where he, he just signed a five-year extension that's not happening in Washington if he barely makes the playoffs at all so he would only get in if he was to hit that threshold which is again I think if you get 25,000 you are getting in but as he is today he's not getting in based on what he's achieved yeah. so far yeah. and uh, I can't really see what like I can't see the case that he's got right now the only case that, that could improve as is the points if he goes to another team and then has like three or four playoff runs and gets maybe a, gets the finals and wins a championship. But in terms of just putting up points, you need to do more than that for mine. Mm-hmm. Right. Too soon, not enough playoff accomplishments here. That's it. Right. I can't. And can't it's, even un- think and about it's unlikely it right he's going to be like the star guy to lead a team for to sure. a title or yeah. two, or especially whatever. where he is right now. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. in the prime of his career. This would be the time to do it. Now, if he has a, a Renaissance 33, 34 age run with another star, where like Sean they, Marion. they go to the finals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was Sean Marion. <laughs> he, he scored so many damn points. Yeah. He scored 17,000 points in his career. And it is crazy. I'm going to eat it right after I said that. That Bradley Beal is going to surpass that, no problem. Yeah. That dude's going to score 20,000 points easy. Yes. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. He's, yeah. he's probably on track for 25. Yeah. But 
But okay, I, mean, hold I guess, on. I guess we have to point, change that. A, I was going to say, certain, yeah. at a certain point, 20,000 points can't mean always, yeah. wow, you're all locked to be in the Hall of Fame. If guys, more and more guys are doing it. With yeah, the three-pointer. Oh, three with the three-pointer. That's, that's, that's right. the yeah. big thing. Yeah. Yeah. For a while, it was... That was the benchmark, but yeah, yeah it's time to change. It's have There's to only 23 up. guys who have made 25,000 points or more, though. So, again, that's, that's now. A, that's now. 10 years, it'll probably be yeah, 30 or 40. But that's a jump from... That's 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking... Ray Allen didn't score 25. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Okay. Uh, Beal, we're saying nah. Nah. Yeah. It's nah. it's going to... It's any Like I say, he's played 10 years. He's, oh, not, no. he's not as young as... I don't know, I sometimes think. Because this guy's a little younger. Devin Booker. Ooh. Similar yeah. to Beal when you think Very about it. similar. Three-time All-Star. Made one All NBA team. It was a first team selection. That was uh, this season, last yeah. season. Oh, yeah, uh, it's got the finals appearance. Finished fourth in MVP voting. If you want to throw that in consideration, now he's only played seven full seasons. Booker has. He's only going to be twenty five when we tip here this upcoming season. So he is significantly younger than a Bradley Beal, <laughs> um, but not a lot Bradley of individual Beal. accolades. But does that bump him from a nod to a maybe, or what do you think? Go ahead. Uh, he's on pace. I would say he's on pace. Two all-stars were replacements. Does that come into it? Ooh, Probably not. No, no it doesn't. never come up. <laughs> um, you would say over the Suns' last couple of seasons that they are, well, they should be getting closer to a championship, some prolonged success. He's on pace, but today he's not in. But if he can get to the finals, if he can establish himself as a true undisputed all-NBA guy, which I think he can, mm-hmm. but you have to do that over like six, seven, eight seasons, then he's going to get the points. So the argument is that's starting now. Yes. You know, yeah. his first team All-NBA. That's right. Who's to say he's yeah. not racking up three, four, or five of these in a row? And that's why I say he the, the trajectory is looking good for him, but he needs to do it season after season after season. Are you a maybe or a nah then? I can't tell. Well, for today, I'm a no. Okay. But he, I think he, if he has a couple of injuries like a Grant Hill or Tracy McGrady or Penny or someone like that, then his career could... Oh, of course. Yeah. But you feel more confident in the chances of Booker making the Hall of Fame than you do Bradley Beal? Right now, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a maybe for me. Mm-hmm. On the right trajectory, and I hope he does make it because he's going to pull up in one of his classic automobiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to look cool. He's going to slip out of that front seat, uh, get up there on stage and make a great speech. That's it. I think he has the absolute right path right now that he that he's on. He's got a very good chance to make it. Mm-hmm. Need probably a ring in the mix, and then these like yeah. Couple I don't think you need NBA. a ring. We're talking about a lot of guys without a ring yeah. that get there. Yeah, it sure helps though. It, of course, well, of course it, it, it helps. Yeah. That, it really helps. Like if Melo had a had a. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's a luck anyway. Yeah. But if if he had the ring, it's like, well, there's no not even a debate. No. There no. is a smidge of a debate with Mellon. I think this next guy, uh, a ring really helps his case, but I'm interested to hear you guys. Jimmy Butler. Oh, I love this. Okay. Six-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. He won a Most Improved as well. Uh, According to (laughs) Basketball References Hall of Fame probability, I got that little thing there, he's got a 71.5% chance of making the Hall, which is uh, like 105th all time. And Rob wrote in his piece, while being outside the top 100 sounds less than exclusive, every Hall eligible player from 90 to 120 is in the Hall with the exception of Sean Marion. Mm. (laughs) This is the Sean Marion show. Yeah. Mm. So uh, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets. Yeah. He's not going to get the 20,000 points. He's not a big time scorer and he's an oldish guy. What, 30? 
two now. Um, but he's you got. Say he's thirty three today. Oh, he's thirty three. Happy, oh, happy birthday, Jimmy! Happy birthday, Jimmy! Happy birthday, Jimmy. <laughs> Cowboy hat off to you, sir. <laughs> Look, drinking a Michelob yeah. Ultra to you. Wait, oh. Is that the beer he drinks? I can't remember in the commercial. Why? Why? Let me know on the stream. I think team. I think what? it is. I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think it's Ultra. Yeah, okay. Two way player. He beer. likes. He likes. A, yeah, it's a yeah. runner because there's no calories. But he likes a flavorful coffee, but a very unflavorful <laughs> beer. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah look, four All NBA, yeah. five All D. I think the two way player helps yeah. him. Yeah. I think. I think those sorts of things. Six time All Star, but he doesn't really play All Star games, so I don't know if they count. <laughs> Probably gets in because he's had some decent play. Like you feel he's a playoff performer. I yeah, do. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's got that, even though he obviously doesn't have the championship, that, that bubble run. I mean, he nearly dragged without Goran Dragic and without Bam, uh, Bam Adebayo, you know, against the Lakers, did well. What does the bubble mean? Who knows? But Jimmy was huge. He knocked off the Bucks, of course. He was big there. And he was very good this season. So he's one of those players that I trust in, in big games and big moments. Won't really have the stats though to support his case. So this is going to be more like, yeah, that guy was a legit baller rather than right. just a guy who accumulated stats like a Mar- Lamarcus Aldridge. Okay, so where do you have him? A I have maybe? him oh, more than a maybe, but not oh. a lock. Okay, well, is there another? <laughs> well, let's hear what Tass. I would say very, very likely. Okay. Yeah, for me, he's a lock. Ooh, he's got the narrative. Wow. He's got the story. He doesn't have the. The counting stats, but who cares? He's Jimmy Butler, and that run in the bubble is almost like a championship ring to me. He's It was that good where he led his team to the finals against the Lakers. It was that good at this at, while being the man. Mm-hmm. You know, he, that, that, that's why it was good. He was the guy. The, obviously, the iconic leaning over the end mm. scoreboard there, the advertisement after dropping 40 on the Lakers. He is a playoff performer. He's a badass. Now, he, has he sort of produced that image himself by how much he talks about working out at 2 and 3 in the morning and Mark Wahlberg and all that? Yeah, but yeah. that's sort of part of it. But he has absolutely backed it up in years past here. That I, I mentioned that bubble run, but he was also 27-point game guy this past season for the Heat. I mean, he's peaking right now. Mm-hmm. They only went to the conference finals. So... Yeah, not a whole ton of playoff success. No ring, but enough uh, for me. And, uh, yeah, he's he's a late bloomer, and then the defensive part helps. I mean, he's a guy that any Hall of Famer who's sitting there in their jacket would say, I want that guy on my team. For sure. So, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, I, I think I he mean, gets that's it. the crazy part. He's been an all-star in three different teams now. Chicago, mm. Minnesota, <laughs> short <laughs> stint there, uh, obviously getting them into the playoffs, and then now with Miami. Oh, not with Philly, I guess. Yeah, not with Philly. Was, he was was that, yeah, the second Not there very season, long. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, I man, if he if – he, over the later stages of his career, wins a ring, yeah. even as like a, a second or third, hell, even like the fourth best player on a team, it like stamps him yeah. for mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame. And I think even without it, I like the two-way play argument that you were bringing up, Lee. Um, I think I have him as a lock. I see Trey in the stream team saying he just wants to work hard and make the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah. Man. I, and then I hate to do it, but I'll tell you, when I if, if Tim Hardaway is a Hall of Famer, then Jimmy Butler is... He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, if you're doing that, that's just a no-brainer to me. All right. I can't believe it. I'll go Locke. There's going to be no Locke. room. There's going to be no room in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, it's going to gonna... be so many people. Yeah, JD, can you get your construction guys to build another wing at the uh, in Springfield at the Naismith Memorial Basketball Fame? On it. Uh, okay. Uh, this one shouldn't take long. Steph Curry. 
a lock. Lock it in. The only unanimous MVP in league history. I'll just give you this to you because it's fun. Two MVPs, two-time scoring champ, eight-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA, four rings, finals MVP, finally got that. Mm. And, of course, top <laughs> he seven. He was waiting on that. He needed that. Yeah, he <laughs> needed that finals MVP, the greatest shooter of all time. To uh to get in okay so yeah. Curry yeah good put his good name. good basketball player did you see the uh one billion dollar deal that it looks like he's gonna sign with Under Armour or a lifetime that. deal with Under Armour that's a lot yeah it's a lot of dollars <laughs> a lot of armor <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay Curry next one Anthony Davis oh boy now this is fascinating because he was named to the NBA seventy yeah. fifth anniversary yeah. team he's an eight time All Star he's a four time All NBA first team. Got the championship, bubble Lakers, gold medalist too. What do you think, Lee? Is Anthony Davis a lock for the Hall of Fame? Well, yes, but not in mine. He, he's getting in. He's walking into the Hall of Fame because of all the other stats and stuff there. But for me, I keep waiting for him to really like grab the league by the scruff of the neck and say, this is my league for three seasons. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen. He's injured. Something's going wrong. He does it for like a couple weeks. Exactly, and <laughs> and, and, and you know that long the the, the yep. uh, durability through each season is the biggest question with him. He's never played eighty two games, um, and the playoffs. Are, if you take out the bubble, now you can't because he's got the championship. That's where he kind of like sneaks in anyway because it's like he he was good in the bubble there. But I I just feel almost a little bit like Vince Carter where you sometimes like just do more, do more, really make it undeniable that your entry is in there is as far as a player not the stats like be one of those guys where it's like when Anthony Davis on the court there was a couple of seasons there where he just was not going to lose the game he's improved his game he's got a really nice mid-ranger he's got the defense as well there Mm -hmm. but he's never to me I've picked him to win MVP probably two seasons in a row like I don't know four or five years ago and every time I'm like when is this guy just going to really dominate and I don't feel he ever has so for mine no but he's going to walk in what do you think? Oh, 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 this is so tough because he was named to the top 75 yeah. anniversary team. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the Lakers sort of bow out. He wasn't leading the team. When you, you step back, you zoom out, he's played 10 years in the league. He's only been to playoffs four times, which is which is strange. Mm. Uh, that's not a high percentage no. for a Hall of Fame player still in his prime. But at the same time, uh, he uh, there some individual awards, accolades, eight-time All-Star, as you said, four-time All-NBA, four-time All-Defense, the big, big, big ring, regardless of where it was done. He only averages about 60 games played per season uh, over uh, over his career. That's not a lot, um, but it's enough to get in. So, yes, we're sitting here, and you could hear the disappointment in all of our voices that he hasn't lived up to expectations. That being said, he still has time to go. Yeah. I mean, he is only 29. He could still he get to be a 10-time All-Star who's not going to make the haul. That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. That'd be weird. So, yes, a little underwhelming, um, but... We can be but, underwhelmed, but, but, but he can still be a lock. Yeah, and of course. Is. Yeah, yeah, he, he is. is a lock. Yeah, that's um, and this is great. Trey uh, helping us out here is putting up polls for everybody in the stream team to uh, to throw their votes on all of these potential future Hall of Famers. Are they locks, maybes, or nas? Yeah, we should have done that. Yeah, good uh, job, well, Trey. Yeah, that's great, Trey. Uh, AD, the people say forty-eight percent, maybe. Yeah, so, and that, not I a think, lock in a lot of yeah, people's eyes. So I think that's. It. I mean, that's the thing is like when you are the number one pick. And you go to the Pelicans, you know, he was he was a lock for that number one pick. One of those rare guys that's like, no one's ever going to take uh, anyone else apart from him in his draft class. 
you come in with huge hype and huge expectations. It's very, very difficult to live up to that. And he, if imagine he was taken fifth in that draft and he had these numbers, maybe people say, like, he's been incredible. But that number one expectation and hope maybe is a little harder to live up to. So uh, maybe, maybe that doesn't mean anything. But I, I just... I just sort of feel there's always he's never really been in that super super like undeniably dominant yeah. player for a course of it'd be cool to even see a season. like a yeah two or three year run with, of him being yeah. a top five top three MVP sort of yeah and, and consideration in, yeah, you know I'm New Orleans you. maybe that's flying under the radar a little bit as well yeah. people point out the Blazers upset okay one first round upset of a team that you know wasn't that massive like uh, favorite to win the championship or anything like that so and that's why Rondo gets in for me he was part of oh, that team geez. spoiler spoiler he was uh, part of that New Orleans team but what do you think uh, AD's stats are just points and rebounds throughout his 10 year career like 20, averages averages yeah like tw- 23 12. yeah I was gonna say 22 <laughs> yeah. and 11 24 and 10 wow yeah, that's, uh, Jesus. Come that's, on. yeah. okay that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright uh, missed, missed a chunk of, missed basically 25% of his games yeah, yeah. When it comes down to 80, it. though, we have as a lock ultimately in the end. I guess, I guess Tass and I getting them there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, five time All Star, three time All NBA, top 50 scorer in NBA history. There is that. Um, has he done enough, or can he, does he need to have another, still like a little window here to some accumulative stats, maybe some, you know, uh, fall into a championship or something? What do you, what do you think, Clay? DeRozan, I think uh, he lock maybe out. or not? I, I think he misses out. I think he's a bit of a LaMarcus Aldridge, like consistent. He's going to, burst through the 20,000. He's probably going to finish close to 20, maybe even 25. Who knows? Because uh, he's a very, you know, he takes care of himself and he's a bucket. I just feel that there's not quite enough sexiness about him. And the fact that he was traded away, now it was for Kawhi Leonard, and then the Raptors going to win the championship. One of the big problems with the DeRozan-Lowry teams were that, and it was against LeBron, that was just the hump they could never get over. And you just felt that, that he was in a different class. And that's where I feel about him now. I, I, I admire and respect everything he's done. I remember when he got drafted by the Raptors, and I thought, oh, this guy will be a decent scorer. He's really done, uh, you know, he's he's gotten a lot out of his career, but it's just you always feel like he's more a third best player on a team rather than certainly not the number one, not really a number two, number three. He'd be great. So he's not in mind. I, I have him as a maybe. I think he's a perfect maybe. I, I could see... You know, a, a little, uh, still a sustained run here from him, where he's getting his points. Well, he's become yeah. an incredible playmaker again. Yeah. Maybe he gets on the right team. Who is it with the Bulls or is it with another squad where he picks up a a, a late career championship as a as a piece to that team Ooh. that would really help him. So I see a maybe. As it is right now, he's probably not. But what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's safe to say maybe. I'm, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, it, that's Lamarcus Aldridge is kind of a good comparison where the playoff runs have not been there. They just haven't been uh, with DeMar. I think I can vault him to be a uh, number two guy on a championship team next season, like if he was with the, the right number one. Oh, and Trey, Trey likes the sound of that. Uh, well, <laughs> he's got to be with the right number one. That's the thing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's happening with the Chicago Bulls, but it's kind of hard to, to just knock a guy who's scoring 20,000 points, um, 20 points every single year, and say he's not good enough. But yeah, there's there's a bit of the just didn't meet expectations, didn't write a, a great playoff story. Now, there's some good stories from this past year with the Bulls. I think if he continues hitting game winner after game winner like he did on New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day, like that type of thing where he becomes this sort of uh, 
this this guy who's extremely clutch where he's been given the keys where he had a nice little career turnaround from his three years with the Spurs and mm-hmm. he's a big story. Yeah, I, I, again, I'll go back to, to Melo. I think the Melo comparison is decent. Melo, 14 years in the league, we sat here talking in 2017. There was no chance that people were putting him in as a lock. I think DeMar could take that same path. If he has another good four or five years, it would be hard to deny him getting in. And uh, I think people like him as well. So I, I think mm. there's a chance. Maybe the Alex English comparison is a good one as mm. well for DeMar. Okay. Right now we'll say maybe. Yeah, we'll let's put him go as a maybe. Lock. Okay. He'll get there, though. Uh, this one is fascinating because he's only played four seasons. Luka Doncic. Wow. Three All-NBA first teams. Made three, all, three All-Star games. Career averages of 26.4 points per game, eight and a half boards, eight assists. Career averages, again, through four seasons. He's got some some international, obviously, yeah. uh, big games and moments and stuff like that. His postseason numbers in only five series are even better, averaging 32.3 points per game. Nine and a half boards and nearly eight assists in the postseason. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess there's a couple questions. Should he have been in consideration for top 75? Would that have been insane? Uh, and do you have him as a lock for the Hall of Fame? He is a lock. A he, lock. Yeah. If he stopped today, no, he wouldn't get in. Right. Okay. But I'm assuming he's going to have some good years because he's only getting better. He's, he's, he's going to come into the season extremely in shape. He's going to be fit. That hasn't happened throughout his first four years of his career. So four years in, yeah. If he stopped now, no. But to be All-NBA first team three of those four years, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the two best guards in the league the first three of his first four years. So the stats say that he's going to be one of the best guards for a decade. So, I mean, a couple years from now he could be a a lock, but not not quite yet. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He's one of the best guards in the game. And the fact that his – uh, stats get better in the playoffs. Show that he's made for, he's made for playoff basketball. He's made for this league. He's, he's yeah. Come on, he averaged th- over thirty the last in his three playoff runs, and uh, it's it's he's, he's not going to stop. No one can stop him. The NBA is is perfect for him. Okay, Locke says Tass. What do you think? He's Lee? locked in already. If he never locked played in. a game, yeah, never played yeah. a game. All his European success as well is is going to get him in there. Um, you know, the the rare one where you're like there's no question he's going to get there anyway. So, and the more I've thought about it, he probably should have been included in that top seventy five. I, I, I'm at the time I think I was like it's a bit too early, and now I'm like actually it's not. He is he's the shack of the. 97 team for me. Uh, yeah. I, w- um, I wonder if people would remove uh, AD and Lillard for Jokic and um, possibly Luka. If you gave me who you're starting your franchise with, hey, what about this guy? Doncic for me is yeah. absolutely there. Um, you know, he's out there playing for Slovenia today. In fact, uh, they've got another game at the se- uh, semifinal, I think it is. Quarter. Quarterfinal. Um, he has exceeded all possible expectations already for me. He's going to win an MVP, multiple probably throughout his career. He's already won tons in Europe. So for me, uh, he's absolutely strolling into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Well, the people agree. Something like plus 80% say Luca's a lock. Uh, (laughs) The rest say maybe, and there is somebody out there, I think I believe one vote said nah that's Anthony Davis because again <laughs> well the thing is again as I as I mentioned with the Anthony Davis number one pick now Doncic was the number five pick of course uh sorry number three pick he was traded for the number five pick there um but he had that European like is he a bit soft can he adapt to the NBA 
and he was an absolute bucket from the day from day one. So David he, Blatt was right. He has exceeded expectations, and he's been a professional uh, for ten years already, not just in the NBA, uh, playing in Europe. So for a guy to have that hype and then to exceed it in mm-hmm. the NBA and and the playoff success that it, okay, he has he only won playoff series this season, but his numbers and his performance have been way better than his team's performance. So uh, Doncic is yeah okay. He's in. Kevin Durant, 12-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA. He missed an entire season. Uh, four scoring titles, three Olympic golds, two finals MVPs, two titles, of course. Got an MVP, regular season MVP. He's in. Should we just put it on Twitter that he's not getting in? Just oh, see, see if he'll oh, reply? Oh, he would reply for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he was upset with his 2K rating for crying <laughs> yeah, out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? I think he was upset he was a 96 yeah. and he, that he wasn't a 99. <laughs> yeah. So he would be very upset if we said he's not a future Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, so he's in. He's a lock. Rob said in his article, I, this sort of just like blew my mind. He only needs about 1,800 points to go from 21st in scoring all time right into the top 10. That's that's one less than one good season. Yeah. Uh, from KD here, and then he's gonna be a top ten all time scorer. Crazy, crazy. Okay, KD's in. Uh, Joel Embiid. Well, uh, we'll make this our last one before we take a break. Joel Embiid, five time All Star, four time All NBA. He won last year's scoring title. Mm-hmm. Points per game wise. <laughs> we could get into a whole debate about that. Yeah. I know my buddy Grish hates that. <laughs> he's like Trey Young scored the most points last year. Why is he not the scoring champion of that year? <laughs> uh, but what do you uh, what do you think with Embiid, uh, two time NBA NBA MVP runner up to? Yeah, um, I, not the not a maybe, but not a lock in that in that <laughs> extremely likely to get in. Um, he two way player. He's on the part. Considering he missed his first basically three seasons, <laughs> yeah, right. he's done incredible work to be as good and as uh, reliable now as you can get. Um, playoff success, not really there for him right now. Uh, but if he if he gets to a finals and has you know is undoubtedly the best player on that team, which he would be, I guess, uh, then he's in. So so you have him as a maybe. Right I have now. him. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like more likely than not. It sounds like if his career ended today, you're not saying he's in the Hall of Fame. No, yeah. no, no. Which and, and again, coming back to the injuries that he's had, he's he's overcome those. So uh, to get himself into this very very good position that he likely does get in. So not today though. Okay, Tass, lock him in. I know it's a Whoa. that's slightly early, um, but he has overcome those injuries. It, it is wild. He's played six seasons in the NBA. I mean, really like five and a half, and he's been an All Star five of those years. Yeah. So he's 28. He's going to have a few more years of being an all-star. If we remember last season where he won the scoring title. Sorry, Grish. (laughs) He won the scoring title. He didn't have Ben Simmons. He didn't have James Harden for 75% of the year. Now he's got a full year of James Harden. He can take a lighter load. He should play in more games. The Sixers should be better off. Talk to Derek Bodner about that on No Bunts, actually, uh, who's a a writer for the Philadelphia 76ers, or writes about the 76ers, and he basically, you know, talked about Embiid being able to take a bit of a lighter load. So if he can have... You know, Harden be the Harden of even even last year, <laughs> like a hundred Harden playing a eighty games season, yeah. with him because Harden does play games. It's going to help Embiid's workload. He doesn't play a lot of games when you look back at his career. Even though he gets the stats, he gets the stat the per game stats, um, and he gets uh, he gets the All Star appearances, the All NBA accolades. 
He's an all-defensive player three times. Yeah. It, it will help He's him. one of the best at his position. He has proven Easily. for yeah. the last five years. Like, yeah. so he's top three yeah. at the position. That's why he'll get top it. Yeah, yeah the long, it's just a question of longevity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and, and, yeah, he hasn't had playoff success quite yet. Hasn't made a conference finals quite yet. Mm-hmm. But you got to throw a yet on there because uh, he's coming. He's coming. And, and, and that, the Sixers were smart to throw in a few little caveats into the contract about his knees and about his ankles. But he's shown that he can play through it. So I think he'll have an, enough games under his belt to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, a lock? I'm going to say no. Hmm. I'm going to say no. But, I mean, trajectory, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, But I won't put him there yet. I won't put him there. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. I got Butler as a lock and not Joel Embiid. That feels weird. <laughs> that feels weird. Uh, but I'll, I'll put him as a maybe. Let's hear what the people out there in the stream team think. They say maybe. 54% and then 42% say luck. So this is a tough one. Tough decision. But let's take our first break because the bandsaws are you know really yeah. popping off right now here in the construction zone at the Classic Factory. Take a quick break and then lots more names to debate their Hall of Fame credentials. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? (laughs) You mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Okay, we're jumping right back into it. We took a wow. quick Sir Foster. That <laughs> was quick, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't have to take <laughs> yeah. it, too. Right? Live podcasts. You must have left it in the toilet. No, of course not. No, you didn't have time to flush. I, I always <laughs> flush. I, I mean, that's the thing. Is it someone else's house to not flush? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. All right, Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. We are, that's someone else. <laughs> we're debating uh, active NBA players and the chances they make the Hall of Fame. you got to vote with a lock, a maybe or a nah. Paul George, seven-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, four-time All-Defensive selection. Lee, get us started. Where do you put Paul George? He's on the thumbnail. Yeah. Get people clicking. The, the, the term lock is, 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 the, uh, is the tough one here. Because, I, I, look, I think Paul George, his first five years there, he was on the trajectory, no question about it. You know, the, the playoff battles against the Heatles there. He was a clear star talent. He's a two-way player, all-star, all-NBA. But his career kind of has kind of turned down a little bit um, by when he went to OKC. I mean, you know, he was OK playoff P. We all remember that that sort of moment against the Utah Jazz. And he's been injured, of course, uh, with the Clippers last season. And then the Clippers also blew it um, against. Uh, oh no, they didn't actually. They. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what I'm thinking of. There. Oh, against they the Jazz. The yeah, that's finals. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yes, he's in. He's in. But his career probably has plateaued a little bit from where it was early on for me. But uh, the All NBA stuff, the All Star stuff, and look, he came back from potentially a career-ending yeah. knee injury. 
and has still performed at a, at a very, very high level. So I give him uh, respect for that. Is he a dunk champ as well? Did he win the dunk contest in that? He was a part of that three-man so. team, wasn't he? Well, when they, was, John Wall. Didn't it and- ultimately go to Wall? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He was part of the freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. skateboard this way, the Brent um, Berry special. <laughs> I, listen, he's very silky smooth. I love watching him play when he's at his best. Uh, one of those players that I do feel is, is a game changer, but... Um, yeah, the last couple of years have just not been his best in terms of uh, you know how, how how he's although he was I remember his first season in the Clippers there he was an MVP candidate early on mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. um, so I've got him in you have him a lock nah I see that's a thing okay that we'll I, say maybe then alright maybe okay <laughs> maybe, fine. maybe but likely I would have him in mine <laughs> keep it cool Tim yeah, boy keep yeah. it cool he's trying to rattle you yeah. he's trying to rattle you I know he is yeah. what he'll, do you think he'll flush a toilet in someone else's house but he won't put Paul George in the house I, I get I get he is sort of hasn't met the expectations of his early career there's the there's a bit of an anti Paul George bias out there that I think we all sort of yeah. live and breathe but I'm putting him in. I'm a Paul George backer. I know he ran into LeBron a couple times. They got to a conference finals a couple of years ago with the Clippers, which is impressive. So three conference finals, twice against LeBron, once here with the Clippers. Enough playoff success for me when you add on four-time All-Defensive, seven-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA. Good individual yeah. accolades. That's really good. Uh, it, it's very solid. And he could rack up a couple more, for sure. He could get to 20,000 points. Mm. I think him and Kawhi will be a force this season. They will have a great year here in 2022-2023. He's getting old, though. You know, he is 32. Uh, he doesn't have many, many years left. But and I don't want to do a what about this guy, but if you're putting Jimmy Butler in, it's kind of hard not to put Paul George in. You know, two-way defensive mm. guy, two-way player. Oh, that's the great there. Who would you rather have, Paul George or Jimmy Butler's career? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, he felt uh, the, the injury, the, the bounce back from injury may be a part of the narrative here. Obviously, the broken leg uh, with USA basketball. But, uh, I, you know, I hearken back to what he was at the beginning of his career and, and how he's bounced back. And he's a 20 point per game guy on average, despite missing a ton of time. Again, not an NBA Finals appearance, obviously, not a championship. He's one of those guys that, you know, sh- should get in, I think, on accomplishments. And, and you know, he's got he's got a bit of a narrative. But, yeah, there's the anti-Paul George. I'm in. I'm in on him, though. You're a lock. Yeah. I'm, I, I've, I've loved his career uh, and, and, and being able to watch it. It's been a blessing. Yeah, I saw Rob write in his article there on The Athletic. You talked about the injuries playing a big part of his career and that there may be why he's in the near lock position and not like a surefire yeah. Hall of Famer, uh, which I think there's some truth to that. It's actually when you think about it. Now, he didn't reach the peaks of this guy, but there's a similar career here to um, Hall of Famer, Grant Hill. Right. With, when you consider yeah. the play, the style. Yeah. Uh, no, Grant Hill had college success. I think that helped him get him in. He had the crazy longevity in the end. Maybe Paul George will have that. But, you know, the the, the injuries having an effect on their, mm. their NBA career. But Paul George has bounced back and could continue to rack up some all-star and maybe all-NBA selections. Man, this guy, he gets a ring as like a one or two, probably a two. Uh then I think it's like mm. he's for sure going. I'll put him as a maybe yeah. right now. I mean, he they, feels like a good maybe. They were two on up on the Heat in like 2011 conference finals, and he was, you know, he was incredible. He had that huge dunk over the Birdman, which we all remember. I mean, if he took down the Heatles, maybe that would have even be <laughs> sure, enough, you know. Sure. So, uh, but that was when that was at that time. You're like, 
this guy is going to be a legit stud. Yeah. Yeah, the 13-14, those were the two years. Back-to-back, conference finals, the Roy Hibbert years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those, yeah, the dunk, the the handshake from LeBron. Hey, nice dunk, man, in the middle of a playoff game. Big three to send it to overtime, I think, in that series too. Remember the... To the side there, yeah. deep, deep, yeah. long three, yeah. Yeah, we we went through them on the starters. You know, the the five teams that LeBron killed in the Eastern Conference that he didn't allow a chance to get to an NBA Finals, the Pacers, the Bulls, even those Wizards with Gilbert Arenas, who says Yanis is not a whatever. Uh, you know, like those, he, LeBron crushed dreams. That team, yeah. that Pacers team could have made an LeBron's NBA Finals. LeBron's trying to keep DeRozan out of the uh, Hall yeah. of Fame, trying to keep Paul George out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, who else is on his hit list there trying to keep him down? I Al Horford. Yeah. <laughs> Al Horford will get to him. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the worry is he, he he's not playing a lot of games the last three seasons. He's played in the last three yeah. seasons, mm-hmm. 31, 54, and 48, going back the last three seasons. So I don't know if he does the Grant Hill thing. Uh, but, yeah, his peak was, you know, it was it was a long time ago, um, but he's still playing through it. I mean, he was playing 40 minutes a game when he went to those conference finals. And if Kawhi can sort of buoy him to another – NBA Finals, like so, if they yeah. get to just even a people finals. are high on the Clippers coming into this season. Yeah, so yeah, maybe they make a deep run here if they can stay healthy. Okay, I like the, how this broke down with the stream team and their and their poll. About half the people saying maybe, a quarter saying lock, a quarter saying nah. You know, polarizing P, call them that. Not pandemic polarizing P. Polarizing P. Not playoff P. Polarizing yeah, P. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, next one, Rudy Gobert, mm. the big Frenchman, Stifle Tower, one of three players to win three Defensive Player of the Year awards. He could be set up here for another one if uh, he vaults oh, the yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves into, like, let's say, a top-five defense or something like that. He's got four All-NBA nods, no first-team accolades, uh, if you care, three-time All-Star, and six-time All-Defensive selections. Rudy. 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 Will we be chanting that at the <laughs> Hall of Fame in Springfield? This is a really tough one for me because I, Ben Wallace is someone who I absolutely had as a lock in the uh, Hall of Fame. Okay. He made it last season. Okay. He won four defensive players. Yes. But he only had a peak of, you know, six years max, I think, there. Mm-hmm. And, and he's finished his career averages of six points and 10 rebounds. Rudy right now is at 12 points and 12 rebounds for his career with the three defensive players. And you know what? Rudy may have another one, but people don't like him as well. No. And I, and I think that's a factor. It's like you've won enough and we don't like you and people are, are, are up and down on his defense. I think Rudy gets in. I I, I have him as a maybe, I guess. Um, I, I wouldn't say he's a lock, but I think he's going to get more just good, solid two-way numbers. Again, solid numbers. Like these last couple of seasons here, he's averaged basically 16 points and more or less 14 rebounds yeah. a game. I mean, that's big numbers for a guy who you don't look at at all. Like, I was a little surprised to see his numbers offensive quite that high because you don't think of him as like that. But a lot of it is just pick and rolls, dunks, you know, sure. high percentage looks. I mean, he's, he's, uh, his field goal percentage for his career is 65%. So that shows you that most of his baskets are just in the paint there. And he was 71% from the field last season, led the league. So um, you might not love Rudy, understand that, but he's... He's achieved a lot in terms of his individual success here. And uh, the three defensive players, he may end up with five or six. Who knows? He's in. He's in. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah. Lock. Yeah. This guy won't pick. <laughs> what, do you ha- what happens when you see a poll? You just don't vote? Is that what happens? Because you have three selections. I've made this very clear. I know. I know. Lock, I mean, maybe not. Which one would you pick well, if you I clicked think, on look, that poll? Uh, lock. I'm locking okay. him in. I'm locking him in. Okay. What do you think? Agree? He's making it. He doesn't have the narrative... 
Yeah, he's always picked last in the All-Star game now. <laughs> last or second last. You know, him and James Harden now are, are the ones that uh, LeBron and Steph just say, oh, yeah, put him at the end. I actually do listen to podcasts, and uh, <laughs> uh, I heard that, that joke about James Harden on uh, the Raptors pod with our boy Will Liu with all the losers. That's what they call their fans, the losers. <laughs> uh, and, and our man Alex Wong, Stephen LeBron. So I listen to it. That's like a, that's a banter pod. That's like a three or four hour pod. That's oh, what this is going to yeah, turn exactly. into. exactly. We got to start speeding uh, yeah. this up. So put him in. He deserves it when you compare. It's hard not to compare, but you compare him to Ben Wallace. A better dunker than Ben Wallace. Uh, a guy who could, you know, he's not a better scorer, not a better post player. But at the same time, yeah, the numbers are there. I kind of, I kind of put him in like I think of him as like thirty two thirty three, but he's only thirty, so he's gonna have some some more years if you know, if he stays healthy. He's in, yeah. You know, I mean, it, if but, he wins, if he wins his fourth yeah. defensive player of the year, then I mean, it's it'll be a no brainer because the only two to have done that Ben Wallace and Dikembe Mutombo, yeah. and hell, maybe he ends he could get two more. He or could something. he could he, end up with six. I think he's set yeah. up really well to get another one at least this year. You say people don't like him, but like. The narrative will be there if he gets the Wolves sure. to like an elite level, which he has for the Jazz. Yeah, and then people will be like, "Look at this guy! You put him on his on your team, yeah, and you're like a lock as like a one of the best defensive units in the league." And like, uh, not, so. and you know he's going to come in this season with like showing people what he can do. He's been pretty good for France too, actually. At the uh, there is there yeah. is that national flavor yeah, yeah. there. He plays yeah. for his national team a lot. Cork um, and Cork Cork Miles could have taken out France, <laughs> taken out France, but he messed up. Trey uh, says in the stream team, he's Dikembe Mutombo, Rudy Gobert is, without the finger and general goodwill. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah will, but I will say he has to have sort of a second arc to his career. You know, I put him in, but and, and the numbers are going to be there, but the the Jazz fell off this last couple of years, but I think that was just an internal, hey, we don't like each other. So I think he's going to come back out with the Wolves and have, you know, another run here. Because if it's just, if it's like right now, just what you see, even though uh, the numbers are good, he doesn't score. He's not a scorer. He has to I, have. I, I agree that he's not a scorer, but, but that, can't, hold on. Yeah. I mean, Ben Wallace, I know, Rodman. Exactly, yeah. I know, but Ben Wallace and, had more of an impact. They won a championship. Well, yeah, I mean, and and, yeah. and he was the guy on that end, and you're and you're scared of him. Like he was just around a better team. Yeah. yeah. If this team makes the finals at some point, and they have to be really good defensively again. I think right now, if 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 he just accumulates more counting stats, then he probably won't get in. But I think he will. Okay. He will lead a good defense. I, I, I think he is a lock. I mean, hate him or love him, I yeah. think he is a lock. Even well, the accolades are incredible. I mean, you gotta, you have to respect some defensive players. Absolutely. And if you're one of the best defense players of all time, then you have a good case to be in. So uh, well, he's in on our list uh, as a lock. Okay, next one, sort of a similar, I guess. Draymond Green. <laughs> uh, he only got one defensive player of the year to his credit, yeah. which is a little wild. Seven All Defensive nods, two All NBA nods, four NBA titles. He's got two gold medals. He's a four-time All Star. Um, Draymond is, is uh, for sure. you said he's only got one DPOY yeah. but didn't he finish with the most first place votes one season and quite where does where does Grish where's Grish oh I'm not sure I'll have to call him <laughs> uh, he's a lock he's a yeah, lock absolutely okay. the championships the defense uh, an incredibly uh, powerful and impactful player on those championship teams for the Warriors can't see why he wouldn't get in the numbers he doesn't need big numbers his impact is uh, significant, sure. and uh, and he's got the defensive stuff there. So lock him in. Okay, Tass. <laughs> I think he gets into the podcast wing before he gets into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he's leading a great podcast. He said his podcast is work. He's dedicated to it, but he also gets into <laughs> the basketball portion. 
seven time all defense. It's very impressive. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, regardless of the stats, he's got he's he's got the you know, the narrative, the persona, the the story behind his defense as well. And that's where I think Rudy Gobert lacks in comparison to like a Ben Wallace. Uh, I see people joking around here. Is Marcus Camby in the Hall of Fame? Ha ha. Uh, but uh, you know, the, I get, I get, I, like Green has what Ben Wallace and Dikembe Mutombo have. Like they have that the story around their defense. I think that's where Rudy Gobert lacks a little bit. But that's why Day Day, the Dancing Bear, Dre, as his nicknames are on Basketball Reference, will get in. Okay, uh, I 100 percent agree. He's he's a lock at this point. He could not play a single second from here on out, and he would be a lock. It is wild, like when you get into some of these guys with the under ten points per game, yeah, a career scoring average. He's at eight point seven. I mean, again, Rodman was seven point three, but if you're uh, if you are elite on the other end, and it like turns into championships again, like Rodman, mm-hmm. uh, and you play a you know a pivotal role in that, yeah, then you're then you're luck. Draymond Green, he's a lock, and ninety percent of the stream team. Says he is as two. I, I'm a little shocked by that. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought that would maybe a little bit lower. But, also, uh, people don't like him. That I think that affects the stream team voting. But they respect him. <laughs> yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's different. I don't think people respect Rudy Gobert. No, I don't think so either. Am I it's wrong? the jazz thing. It's just the jazz people just don't like. Oh, you don't like jazz? No, music. no, I love jazz. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You wanna... a friend of mine was in a jazz band. He's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, was it down at the old uh, what's the one uh, the jazz festival in uh, Toronto there on the? Uh... It's one in Montreal, I know. Yeah, oh, I know, but yeah. the, where, where was it? The down... Beaches, Lakeshore. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. What's what's his name? Or her uh, Josh? Name? No, Josh. Yeah, just straight Josh. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Josh and the Jazzers. Awesome. Josh and the Jazzers. <laughs> <laughs> jazz and Josh. What do you do? What do you do when the jazz is going? Oh, well, that's the thing. I don't just... know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to dance the jazz. I don't know if you even have to dance, or if you just have to just enjoy it. Yeah. But oh man, he was. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Josh. Uh, all right, Draymond in. Uh, yeah. Blake Griffin. Wow. You want to you wanna make an Amari Stoudemire comparison. Yeah. There, the there you go. He might be Amari 2.0. Six-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA. Uh, he has scored less than 15,000 points, and his career is winding down here. Oh, yeah. I mean, can he get on a roster and pull out a chip somewhere? I guess it's in play, but um, you go first, Tass. Blake Griffin. Is he a lock maybe or not? Well, the 2010s wouldn't be the same without... Blake Griffin, that's for sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, the 2000s wouldn't have been the same without Mari Stoudemire. I, he's in like the you know the the cultural Hall of Fame, but um, with all the dunks he had on guys, but he's not going to get in because yeah, you can see now in his 30s without the athleticism, he can't score the same way. He needs space. It is really like a, a Mari Stoudemire, so he's not getting the 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 counting stats you know he's going to end even though he had some really really good years yeah uh, he's going to end with less points uh, than Amari most likely so like fourteen thousand uh, you know so many individual accolades all NBA and all star but not a long career and uh, the numbers are, are dwindling he could definitely help as a a backup big somewhere there there are teams that need energy off the bench he's showing he's willing to dive and, and be like the the grunt man but I hate to leave him out because, you know, we've talked about him a freaking ton over the course of this show. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't get there with the, the Clippers teams. They just didn't do it. They didn't get to a conference yeah. finals with Blake. They just need to have, like, his dunks on Mozgov and uh, whoever else he posterized. Like, Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick. On, on Kendrick. Yeah. Like, uh, loop. On loop yeah. at the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. That's his best chance of getting in. Because I don't even think you can pick maybe. I see people voting maybe in the poll. It's like... Ain't nothing changing, really. No. I guess outside of a championship that he has a big game five in a second half to turn the tide in a 2-2-0. Maybe. Um, but to me, it's either 
you're convinced Blake Griffin has done enough that he's in, or he's a nah. And I have him as a nah. What are you, Lee? Uh, yeah, I do too, actually, uh, because against the Rockets that season, he was good in the playoffs himself, but they know James Harden and they lose that series. The OKC Thunder as well, the season prior to that. Uh, you know, when they beat the Spurs, when Tass was the only one to pick him, maybe Blake and uh, Blake would be like Giannis and mention how Tass motivated <laughs> yeah. him. That was the moment where it's like, okay, he could he could be that guy who was mm-hmm. a difference maker. But instead, he's only played, I think, it's sixty seven playoff games, which is um, very few. It felt felt like he played more. It just felt like that with those Clippers years yeah. there. But uh, unfortunately, no, I don't think he does get in. Um, he he was certainly impactful. He burst onto scene, the number one pick. He missed his first year, but then it was like dunking on everybody. Wasn't he like All NBA? Is for, or in his uh, first possibly, season? yeah, yeah possibly. Um, but yeah, so look, good five All NBA, really good six All Star. But he's going to fall way short of twenty thousand points, yeah. which that that surprised me when I was looking that up this morning. I thought oh, he's probably only like two and a half thousand short. No, he's, he's only not even fifteen thousand. No, yeah. no. So that's going to hurt him, and uh, and just the the injuries have really significantly impacted his career. He was good in that one or that first season in Detroit. Mate. That was or, cool. People yeah. saying that in the uh, stream yeah. team. That was like a nice little. He did that. sort of. Yeah. It's sort of almost like what DeRozan just did for the Bulls right yep. like this like whoa he's the, the older guy still got it here and I like the fact that he did become more than a dunker like he improved his shooting range he became a bit of a three point shooter there better passer yeah, yeah for sure Play, when he was playmaker Blake for those Clippers teams yeah. he was awesome yeah. but unfortunately very very short in the end uh, time there with the Clippers and, and if he'd made a conference finals and made the Clippers maybe into the finals he'd be in I think but uh, unfortunately no, I don't think he's done enough. Okay. Yeah. And for him to jump on and grab a ring with a, a good team, he's not going to be a big part of no, that team. No, that's what he I had mean. a chance. He had a chance last year with the Nets. He was he started every single one of their playoff games. They went into the second round, uh, but then they, that team sort of fell apart. He had that good five minute run where he scored, but then he got scored on at the other end, yeah. and he right. just was. Oh, two. You're saying two seasons ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. we're both both. Yeah. I mean, there's both. He had two years. I mean, I. I conflate both of them I combine I both of them as well where they went to the they played the Bucks. yeah um, but then yeah the 2021 season uh, they, they yeah they lost that seven game series to the Bucks in the second round that could have been them he could have gone if Harden or Kyrie are healthy they could have gone to the mm-hmm. finals the year that the Bucks won it uh, that's the one I'm I'm referring to he started every one of those games okay Blake right now we're saying is uh, he's a nah for the Hall of Fame uh, James Harden 10-time All-Star 7-time All-NBA 3-time scoring champ 1 MVP and he was on the top 75 anniversary team Locke yes yes Harden is the only player to win 6th man of the year MVP and a scoring title Rob Peterson wrote in his Athletic Row just Did a weird uh, most improved weird well? threesome no, no I don't believe so no. I don't think Harden got an MIP maybe I'm a, thinking of just, just an odd one yeah. he is uh, by the way Harden is one good scoring season uh, from passing Barkley Iverson Ray Allen and Patrick Ewing on the NBA's all-time points list. Yeah. I know, Jesus, four legends right yeah. there. He, he's, he is getting in easily, lock it in, but the, the playoff success is certainly the biggest uh, mm-hmm. knock on his career, or lack of playoff success and lack of showing up in the playoffs. That That's what's really going to hurt him. He has a reputation, of course, being fantastic in like a, the game one of a series and then just uh, petering out quickly. One of the most significant ones was against the Spurs, in fact, where it destroyed San Antonio in game one, 20. 17 I think it was now and then it ended with Manu blocking him on that uh, on that last shot there so that's that's the biggest knock on James Harden that come playoff time he's gone missing they had a real chance if he wins that champion or if he knocks out the Golden State Warriors in 2018 when they're up 3-2 Chris Paul blows his hamstring that that 
changes the narrative on James Harden mm-hmm. completely. If Chris Paul stays healthy, I think they do beat the Warriors, and I think they beat the Cavs too. We'll never know, mm-hmm. but uh, but that if people do want to sort of hold something against him, they'll say not a, not good enough in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Tracy McGrady's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. So, oh yeah, some I've similarities. Been, yeah. And, yeah, in like incredible numbers, incredible yeah. accolades. Well, Harden's doing it for longer. Like, no, I know what I'm saying, but yeah. then you know the knock against McGrady is playoff. Yeah, uh, performance and success, yeah. and there's some of that with James Harden too. Yeah, yeah. he's in, but there's in. Okay, right, let's move on then. You're, you just got him. Yeah. All right, uh, Al Horford. You guys brought up his name mm. earlier. Five time All Star, one time All NBA. That's it. Over a decade ago, Al Horford made the 2010-11 All NBA teams. Uh, but man, Mister Consistent here. Yeah. He's averaged over 10 points per game in all 15 seasons in the league. Uh, and he's got these, Rob said in his article, he's got two titles at Florida, yeah. if that helps, if you're including the college game. But what do you think, Lee? It does help his case for the for the official ballot. For yeah. me, no. He's like LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, you know, very solid guy you want in your locker room. Yeah. Very good defensive player, underrated defensive player. But just, you know, he always felt he's never a number two. He's a number three. Yeah. Like, even the year he makes all NBA... I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the entire list of players. It's like, was Al Horford ever one of the, in any season, like a top 25 guy? Like maybe. Maybe one? Yeah. But that's the thing about him. You you know exactly what you're getting out of him. Yeah. But not not enough to be like, with him on our team, he's taken us to the championship this year. So love him, respect him. 2007 draft, number three pick, still playing. Um, And yeah, he'll be, I mean, he was, he was actually was maybe say, Boston's second best player. Would in the- he be in the maybe category if he had picked up a title there with the Celtics last year? Ooh. The way he played, uh, yeah, mean, sure would have helped. Yeah, uh, six okay. threes <laughs> game one. Remember that? Yeah, six, six threes. threes. <laughs> so you say nah, nah. The Hall of Very maybe. No, he's he's in the Hall of Very good. Yeah, with Lamarcus Aldridge. If we don't put Lamarcus Aldridge in, you can't put Al Horford in. Right, um, right, right, right. It's it's difficult. Listen, we build the 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 wing, the Hall of Very good. You know, less flashy. You know, a standard brick, I guess, uh, linoleum floor, and they're in. Just a uh, just a simple room. Just twelve by twelve room. You get like a tiny little photo of yourself. Because we got to yeah. put a lot of people in the hall of very good. Well, there's a ton. Oh yeah, that's cool. there's a ton. Yeah. What do you, you guys want to build the hall yeah, of very yeah, good? Yeah. I sort of do. Oh, this is actually a hilarious. brilliant idea. That's what yeah. these construction guys are actually <laughs> well, here doing. It's on the outside. other side of the classic factory. We can start selling tickets. People come in. They can see a live recording. This is next level thinking here. That's smart. Yeah, it's like a shed. You know, they could build yeah. a shed. Um, <laughs> a shed. Just just a solid solid just shed solid gets the crap done. You need to get done. All right, that's what Al Horford is. That's where is. Al Horford's going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he okay. will drink chocolate milk in respect of, uh, in honor of Al Horford. That's what he drinks. <laughs> he doesn't drink alcohol. He drinks chocolate milk to get the job done. Jared Vice <laughs> with that article in the Athletic, great article. Uh, Trey says the Hall of Handsome. People mm-hmm. saying the Hall of Hunks. Yes, got oh, those yeah. beautiful eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so fifty-seven percent saying nah yeah. on Al Horford. Thirty percent saying maybe. People love Al Horford. They giving them respect of a maybe there. Uh, and uh, you know, basically fourteen percent saying lock, which is a little surprising. We are saying no. Sorry, Al. Uh, Dwight Howard, guys, eight-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA, five first-team selections. If you care, uh, I won a chip in twenty twenty with the Lakers. Oh, that's right. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year, just like Gobert. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the best rebounders and blocks guys of his generation. One of the best uh, at his at his position of a generation for that generation. 
finished top five in MVP voting four different times. That's mm-hmm. something, man, to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, when you finished runner-up one year, I believe, too, yeah. to Derek Rose. To Derek Rose. Derek Rose year. Yeah. Yeah. People say that, but it was like, which is, it's true. Yeah. Derek Rose had 113 first place votes, and Dwight had less than LeBron had first place votes. He, yeah. he had three right. to LeBron's four. Oh. I just think that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. But he was second in yeah. terms of uh, terms of the votes. Lockley, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another one where you don't have to love Dwight. You know, bit of a clown. Um, but uh, those for what eight seasons there, he was absolutely just a beast. And the 2009 Finals. A uh, little disappointed that the uh, Magic didn't didn't win more than one game there. I thought he was mm-hmm. uh, incredible yeah. because and and Stan Van Gundy said very few players impacted so many possessions at both ends of the floor as Dwight did for uh, for a couple of years there. So uh, he he was great and um, yeah, I mean he does get the championship, but not a yeah not a real Dwight championship, more a coattails riding one there. Sure, uh, but yeah, I mean like he. Probably you just would have liked maybe even a touch more out of it, but I think um, of his career in those in those peak peak years there because they blew it against the Celtics when they had home court advantage in 2010. That was the year where they uh, they they dropped those first two games. I think they were down 3-0 and came back to make it a six game series there. So a bit frustrating his career, but uh, he's got the accolades, he's got the stats, and. Um, He's a lock. Trey says he'll be the first Hall of Famer to use a fart machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this induction into the hall. Yeah. Like just the sounds of farts? Is he'll that what a fart he'll machine either is? Fart yeah. Or yeah, maybe he'll use like, a tape recorder, Alexa, straight up whoopee fart. cushion. Oh yeah, you know when they, they always get whoever uh, does like the induction to yeah. you, you have to have somebody you said in the yeah, Hall yeah. of Fame, but then they always sit down on a little chair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, we'll slip a whoopee cushion <laughs> under there for yeah. whoever is inducting him. And look, people change over there as well. You can sort of be liked and then hate, and then people love you again, a yeah, little yeah. bit like Chris Bosch, you know, and so yeah. people will love that. They go, yeah, he brought some humor to the uh, Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay. He's. <laughs> He's, yep. he's 500 points away from 20,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's in play, though he's, you know, his career's winding down. And he's already 11th in all-time rebounds. So yeah. this, and the, the the stats are there. He does have a ring. He's got all these individual All-NBA and All-Star selections. And the three defensive player of the years, lock test. No question. Okay. He was on top of the league for several years. It is fun to go back and watch that 09 finals if you're in that type of mood. The, the Courtney Lee miss if he makes yeah. the layup that's different Dwight gets so pissed that Hedo doesn't pass him the ball on an opportunity to, uh, to end the game it just it went south if he had one more guard play if Jameer Nelson was even healthy yeah. that offseason that would have been different it's unfortunate Stan Van Gundy's not in the Hall of Fame because it would have been great to see Stan Van <laughs> present sure. Dwight you know Stan Van sipping a Diet Pepsi relive that moment while he presents Dwight, that would be amazing. That's a good call. Uh, and and they're and they, I think they're both, uh, you know, they're both good enough to do it too. They would they would pull it off. Uh, they would, they'd be comfortable doing that. They wouldn't be so pissed for the larfs. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Dwight's in. I wonder who presents him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people would decline. <laughs> yeah. Patrick uh, Ewing, maybe. Patrick, no, they work together a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot. Does he have a good yeah. relationship? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Let us know the street team. Who's gonna, who's gonna present uh, Dwight Howard? Uh, Andre Iguodala, Ooh. four-time oh. champ, got that 14-15 Finals MVP, made two All Defensive Teams, just one All Star game back when he was with Philly. Yeah. And he's top 20 in career steals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks. Top 20 That's Rob steals. Peterson with that staff. Yeah. yeah, you need to dig for Iguodala's case because he shouldn't get in. I love him. Yeah. But the finals MVP was a mistake. It was a mistake. 
It's Steph's. Steph was the best player on that team. It was a mistake. Okay. So that's his best accolade. I love the guy. Um, you know, he said he'd offer us a job when we got fired. That's very nice of him. Um, it's just, the case isn't there. He's a perfect role, complimentary player. If right. you want to go this one, two, three thing on a team that wins a championship, what's what's Andre Iguodala? He could peak at number three, maybe, but he's never really been a guy who could take anyone off the job. Never, never been able to get a a bucket himself. Like it, it, you know, I feel. I mean, he was nearly a twenty point game guy with with. Uh, the Sixers, Sixers yeah. but it's kind of hard to put him in. I think yeah. he's a perfect role guy. He's you know he's got some Ori, Ori characteristics, but yeah, he's a glue guy. If there's a glue wing, then he's in. I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, no all NBA selections. Mm. That's going to be very difficult. Uh, you know, you're not. You're basically saying never one season you were considered by you know the the media at least to be a top fifteen player. Um, and I, I was surprised he only has two all defensive teams. Like. I think it's interesting if he has like a weird like eight or nine of them, uh, but it's not even close. So I, I, I got him as a nah. His impact was better than his numbers. Right. I, I think he's been really important for those Warriors championship teams by yeah. getting the finals MVP. Uh, but that's still not quite enough to get in. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, hey, if he gets in the Fantasy Hall of Fame, because he was a monster fantasy player there for a few years in Philadelphia, because he would get the rebounds, the assists, the steals, steals the blocks, yeah, yeah. things like that. I had him a couple of times for sure. Um, and consistent as well. He played a ton of games early on in his career. Five of his first six seasons, he played all 82 games. So longevity yep. Yep. And, and durability and all those things. But doesn't quite have enough um, you know much better numbers on teams that weren't successful and then when he goes to win goes to play in uh, Golden State has a huge impact on that team but the numbers uh, are, uh, drop off significantly so um, I wonder if he does get in though I, I, four I know. championships I mean you know, and the and finals there's MVP. not a lot of people with yeah. a finals MVP that are not in the hall. There's yeah, a handful. Yeah. There's a handful, and a lot of them are eventually going in. Parker, Dirk. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think there's a couple other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so not quite for me, but wouldn't be surprised if he does get in. Yeah. I guess people will make the Ginobili case. You know, it's not it's not exactly com- comparable, but they want championships with him coming off the bench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he could have. He could have accumulated more stats as a starter, but he went to the perfect spot That's for him. A good point. I mean, he does feel like he won't be like obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer, but you could see yeah. a world where like uh, you know it's his last chance or something, and there's a swell of support for what yeah. he did in terms of team success. And look, he could pick up another title or two as well. I know, you know, this, he could. But um, then I mean, it's like he was in the he was in six in a row, wasn't he? Because he was with Miami in the bubble. He's been in more finals than the uh, the Currys and yeah, than, yeah, than yeah, Curry yeah. and Clay because he got the yeah. Heat one as well. Yeah, and he did play in this last finals. Yeah, it's yeah a question mark whether he'll play next season. But yeah, but then you get in. I mean, Robert Ory has a million championships, Seven, and yeah. it's like yeah, where do you draw the line? Yeah, no, Fisher's no. got a lot. Yeah, so, anyway, okay, we'll say no on yeah. Iguodala, uh, and the people generally agree, fifty four percent saying uh, Ooh, that's nah. tight. Yeah. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream Directv satellite free. Hey Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get Directv. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream Directv over the internet now. Oh sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream Directv without a satellite dish. Call one eight hundred Directv. Terms or restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? 
Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Kyrie Irving, seven-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, got the chip in 16 with LeBron and the Cavs. He's averaged over 27 points per game over the last three seasons. One problem, he's only played in 103 games. He's only played 611 games. Which is a little weird. Um, Kyrie, though. Where does Kyrie fall? In the lock, maybe, or not? Nah? He's a lock for me because of the championship. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, hit the biggest shot in Cleveland franchise history. Does that does one shot get you in? No, but coming back from 3-1 down, he was huge in those finals. So if Kyrie tomorrow, and it's Kyrie, so yeah. it's in yeah. play, well, says, yeah. I'm done with this yeah. basketball. I'm out of here, man. Yeah. He's a lock. He won a gold medal too, I believe. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I think so. Or a world championship anyway, whatever it is. You know. <laughs> we're, not, we're not putting him in because of a world championship. No, no, but but that, that one championship, and we've talked about it, that's easily LeBron's, that's his Mount Rushmore championship or what, you know, whatever you want to call it. That's the one that carries so much weight. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that Kyrie yeah. hit that shot on the road in Game 7 against the 73-9 and nine Warriors, that to me get you in uh, and look he's going to get the scoring <laughs> who knows exactly where his career is going to end and he's only at 14,000 points yeah, um, see, I got him a maybe yeah. I got him right now a maybe because I, I would like to see a couple more yeah. amazing Kyrie seasons where he'd actually yeah. play and maybe have more success in a playoff run or a championship run yeah I mean he's been to the finals what four times I guess there with Cleveland so uh, uh, he's in he's in and again that one shot is just like is just going to vault him above so many guys because it was massive in terms of NBA history. Massive. Okay. Yeah, okay. Lock from Lee. I'm a maybe. I guess you're the uh, you're the swing vote here, Tass. Mm, unless, yeah. unless you're saying nah, and then I don't know what we do. JD nah. has to decide. <laughs> uh, it's either you're a Kyrie backer or you're not. You know, are you are you a Kyrie lover or not? I'm going. I'm riding with him. I know all of his peers respect his game. We just talked about Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala was vocal saying he wasn't voted one of the top 75 players of all time, and he was pissed about that because of how great his skill set is. While we sit back here and we got to talk about the off-court issues with Kyrie, I think the on-court is good enough. If you know Anthony Davis is in, I compare Kyrie's lack of playing to Anthony Davis, and even some of his. You know, lack of playoff success uh, to Anthony Davis as well. LeBron came around and, and really, you know, righted things there. And uh, you know, he he hasn't played a lot, uh, um, but he still has his 30s to go if he wants to play basketball. <laughs> well, that's the ultimate. Yeah. Like that's why he's a maybe to me. It's like it's I don't early. know if he's to stop right now or another year. It's like I don't know. I guess you could still argue it's. Got some accolades. He's got the chip. He's got the iconic moments. He's got. He does have the respect of his peers. They, they. You know, I'm convinced. Like you know how people always have their NBA conspiracies mm. about the frozen envelope with the, <laughs> with the Knicks and, and Jordan. What was he doing stepping away for the game and all that? The one I truly believe is I think Kyrie was selected to the top 75 anniversary team and then what was going on with his opinions about getting the shot and COVID and not playing that he was removed by the NBA. Uh, from from the actual selection, that's that's a conspiracy. I am on board with, and I will I 100 percent believe that he was supposed to be on wow. the top 75, and then was removed, uh, and, so, and then maybe to distract us, they said, "Ah, oh, just 
just put Lillard and Anthony Davis yeah. in there. We'll make it 76. Or yeah. But. So they're like, well, do we put Kyrie in and cap it at 75, or do we have to have the tiebreaker and have two of them and make it 76? Yeah, they're, they're like, like, oh, uh, Jesus, which one do we want to live with? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, all that does, I still think uh, he's a maybe. But you guys have him as luck, so yeah. he's in. Yeah, he's got enough of the story for me. Uh, it, it is wild. He's only averaged 55 games a season throughout his 11-year career. Yeah, in the first three, he didn't miss one. He played 82 in all, th- oh, wow. all, all three of his first that. seasons. Yeah, And and, and he was injured when he was at... Um, uh, he played seven games in college yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so 50, that's, oh, way, on, that's way fewer than Anthony Davis even yeah, per awesome. season. Uh, he's a 46% maybe, according to the people voting, uh, 34% lock, and then 20% not. So people are all over the board on that. Sorry, I got that wrong. No, I, was, I got that wrong. Okay. It was, I was looking at Damian Lillard because he's coming up here, and I saw the 82, and I'm like, whoa. Okay, so, so he, yeah. I, he... Yeah, I think the most he's ever played is like 70. Seventy-five. He played no, in uh, okay. 2014 okay, 15. Yeah. Mm. He probably likes the number 75. That's why he's... <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's make this one very quick because LeBron James <laughs> is an 18-time All-Star and an 18-time All-NBA. And he's turning 38 December 30th. And he will be the all-time leading scorer very soon. So. Yes, that's right. Mm. Uh, barring injury, he has 37,062 career points. Kareem has 38,387. So you've already picked the date. I forget when you said it was going to uh, happen. Yeah. You called it a long time ago. You did I it like remember. a year or so ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he he will likely pass Kareem for the all-time uh, most points scored in the NBA. A, a record Kareem has had for 38 seasons, yeah. by the way. I saw Rob point that out. Uh, that's more than half the existence of the NBA. So that's pretty insane. And one three-pointer for Kareem's career. <laughs> that's a good point. He made one. Uh, okay. There's okay. an underappreciated so fellow. Yeah, Le- LeBron, LeBron is. Don't a, even put the poll up, Trey. Right. And he's going to have okay, the <laughs> most most seasons played in NBA history when all is said and done. He'll yeah. tie Vince Carter, but it's kind of his record. It's LeBron's record. 22 seasons. The end of his contract here with the Lakers right, will right, bring, right. brings him to 22 <sighs> seasons. So he's waiting, even that, waiting for he's got his the sons to get record. in. Yep. Yeah, a boss move would be. Just sit out until his son comes in, <laughs> and then score the uh, the basket that takes him over the top. Often assist from his son. Oh, so, it's assist! I just yeah. had him on the basketball floor. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I wonder if Bronny Junior's best skill is going to be his passing. <laughs> 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 All right, Bron, you're in your luck. Okay, the whole reason why Rob Peterson did his article for the second year in a row was this player, Jokic. The Joker, because he didn't have him on his list last year, and Rob corrected that, uh, especially after the back-to-back MVPs. Rob writing, Jokic, one of 13 players in NBA history to win consecutive MVPs, and one of 15 players to win at least two in his career. Four-time All-NBA selection, four-time All-Star. Um, probably a lot of people's self maybe kicking them that he wasn't on the top 75 anniversary team after picking up another MVP there. A Lockley? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the two MVPs lock you in there. If you don't have those and if his career was to end tomorrow, maybe there's a case. But, uh, I mean, he's just been a, 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 a... You talk about a unicorn. He is a unicorn, like the way that he plays. He dribbles, he passes, he shoots. Uh, he's incredible as, as a talent and as an athlete and as a basketball player because he doesn't look like a super... You know, physical uh, specimen. He's as not Dwight body shape. Absolutely no, yeah. but uh, his impact on the game and what he can do. Watching him, I mean, he may at some point in his career average a triple double as a uh, as a big man throughout for a season. Um, he's kind of been 
you know, in that facility, we know he can pass. We know he gets the rebounds and points there quite easily. I mean, he was only 1.7 assists away from averaging a triple-double two seasons ago in his first MVP season. So, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, you, you, we're sort of waiting now for, and he's been a little bit unlucky because he's had um, injuries to teammates in the playoffs. We are waiting for a, a Dirk-like run, yep. you know, to yep. get at least to the finals and to uh, uh, overcome some of those teams, which I'm, I feel confident it will happen here at some point. But he's 26. He's still got plenty of his career to go. Uh, can't see why you would not put him in even today. Mm-hmm. Lock it in. Okay. No complaints. Nah. No, for sure. For yeah. sure. I, I, listen, Rob Peterson at the Athletics shouldn't be kicking himself because he didn't put him in last year. He just won another MVP. Yeah, yeah. It's you know he's only it. played, Jokic has only played 40 less regular season games than Kawhi Leonard. Wow. Isn't that weird? No. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Right? Kawhi doesn't play basketball. No, I know. I know. Well, let's get to Kawhi. Okay, Jokic is a lock. Kawhi, one of three players to win finals MVP. That is crazy. With two different teams. 49, I'm seeing. Uh, There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, less than 50. Yeah. Um, five-time All-Star for Kawhi. Made five wow. All-NBA teams. He was selected to the top 75 team. One of the greatest defenders, uh, at least on the wing perimeter, that most uh, people agree with that. Got two Defensive Player of the Years to back that up in 15 and 16. So, Lee, is he locked? Yes, Why? he is. Okay. The two finals MVPs lock him in, if nothing else. Uh, fantastic two-way player. He's another one who could end up with more DPOYs as well. If he locks in, he's kind of eased up on the defense, I think, in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously, he missed you know, the entirety of last season there. Been to the finals, of course, with the Spurs. Lost one championship, won one, won finals MVP. But the Raptors one is the, is, is the Le- LeBron-Cleveland one because it was like, the Raptors? He didn't even want to go to the Raptors. He goes there, and then they beat the Warriors. Now, injuries played a factor. Of course, they always do. But Kawhi Leonard goes to Toronto for one season, wins a championship, wins finals MVP, and says, that's it, I'm done. Uh, great, great player. Got tons of uh, accolades you know, individually, team-wise. The 75th anniversary, the defense. He is uh, walking into the uh, Hall of Fame tomorrow if he chooses to. If he chooses to, <laughs> <laughs> he may not show up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, maybe. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the huge cherry on top would be winning at home, like LeBron in Los Angeles for him. His home would be uh, amazing because three Finals MVPs with three different teams—that's <laughs> yeah. the stuff. Uh, because he doesn't have the counting stats. Mm-hmm. Um, because, as you said, which blew my mind, that he's <laughs> only played forty-nine more regular season games than Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, Anyway, but he has a ton of the awards and a ton of the individual accolades, and he has Toronto's heart. Uh, So, yeah, seven-time All-Defense. I mean, he can go up and down. He's he's done a lot in his career, even though you know it's it's a weird career. It's a weird career. It is. Uh, Trey says in the stream team, (laughs) would he be a lock for the shortest Hall of Fame speech? Mm, That would that would be hilarious. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Just lock Bob. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, Kawhi's in. Damian Lillard. Now he he makes the uh, top seventy-five there. I think he in my in my gut says he was likely one of the last names added to the top seventy-five or top seventy-six, uh, but he was in there. He's six-time All-Star, six-time All-NBA, one Rookie of the Year. He's averaged twenty-five, seven, and four over a ten-year career. That always surprises me. Um, but is he a lock? Does he need a, a deep run or a ring to cement his status? I mean, what do you think? He's ended two playoff series with bombs. 
Yep. But Sims that's probably that's probably his most significant playoff success, really. Well, that's I mean, not bad if you've got that. No, I know, I know. But the problem <laughs> is those are early on in the in the playoffs, not um, you know conference finals to get you into the championship. I mean, mm-hmm. very good, consistent player. One of those guys I do feels like he is a legit star. He's just never quite had that super number two beside him. Um, uh, yes, he's he's. I, I I don't know why you would keep him out. He's got the All Star. He's got the All NBA. He's on the seventy fifth team. No great defense. Uh, you know stats there to help. He won. He certainly played for Team USA. I'm trying to think uh, how many times he represented. So yes, he's a lock. Okay, <laughs> Tess, where you have him? Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, I put him in, especially if he is a one team guy. Uh, he's gonna get the the Reggie Miller vote mm, eventually. Right, yeah, yeah. good one. It's probably uh, true. But but more, Reggie made the finals though. Yeah, and uh, Lillard's gonna have more individual accolades than Reg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. more All Stars. I mean, you know, Reggie was playing with, you know, with Jordan at the time. But you know, six All NBA, six All time All Star. Nothing to scoff at. Very very solid. He is thirty two. He does say his best years are ahead of him after this abdomen injury where he took his time to get back. So if you get if he gets a couple more years, an eight-time All Star, it's going to be hard to reject him. Yeah. Okay. So we have him ultimately as a lock. Uh, his awards on his Basketball Reference page are just the most random collection. <laughs> I just want to read them to you. He won, like I said, 2012-13 Rookie of the Year. He won the 18-19 J. Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award. Mm. He was the 1920 Player of the Seeding Games. Remember that? Oh wow. He got MVP of that, and it's on Basketball oh, Reference. Wow. He was the 2021 Teammate of the Year, and then, as I said, 21-22 NBA 75th Anniversary Team. That's a f- that's five incredibly random uh, accolades there on his Basketball Reference page. But uh, averaging 25 points per game over a 10-year career, and he's got probably a couple seasons left. Man, he gets a ring. That's like a no-brainer. Yeah. But I, I have him as a lock, and uh, let's see what the people think on that one. That one could be torn a bit. That one's very tight. Oh my God! Forty-six percent saying lock, forty-six percent saying maybe. So Lillard, mm. Mm, tough one. All right, let's keep moving here. Kevin Love got the title, got a most improved, five-time All-Star, made two All-NBA squads, both second teams, averaged seventeen and eleven in his career. Kevin Love, lock maybe not. No, no. I don't think so. Uh, he was on the way there in Minnesota, just purely on the numbers. He was a beast, sure. uh, but he decided he wanted to go and win a championship, and he did. But he was third best player on that team. Good. You know, good veteran player, but uh, the numbers, while they've still been fairly solid over these last few years here, have not been anywhere near sort of impactful or dramatic on the, on those uh, Cleveland teams. I'm still surprised he's only ever played for two teams. It feels like he's always in trade rumours and he would have bounced around to about five or six teams by now. So the, what he did in his early days there in Minnesota, that you know, he had the 30-30 game. He averaged 20 and sort of 15 for a good couple of years there. Mate. That's when he sort of banked a couple of all-star appearances. He got, of course, a couple more with Cleveland. But I don't think he's done enough uh, throughout his career. He's going to fall well short of 20,000 points. No, he's not in. It's unfortunate, um, but uh, I wouldn't put him in either. He doesn't have the counting stats, which is surprising after he had like a 30-30 game in Minnesota. You'd think... Oh, he just sucked up every point and every rebound then. Uh, but, you know, he has missed some time. Then he went to Cleveland. And, and he didn't really, you know, stamp his uh, legacy in Cleveland, even though they won a championship. Like, he, he, you know, you can call him the third best player, but he got played off the floor. He wasn't starting in the finals at times. He didn't play every single finals uh, minute that he could. They went with Richard Jefferson instead at times. 
you know, I'm knocking the guy for having a really good career, but it's not a Hall of Fame uh, career. Now, if he stays with one team and just sucks up 20,000 points, yeah, maybe he's got a better case. Um, but but he went and got that chip. He did. Yeah, yeah. he did, and he did. Yeah, and he's done a, a lot for for players and being vocal about mental health. He's he's mm-hmm. he's a he's a he's a good dude uh, and a, and a good advocate for a lot of things. But when it comes down to the resume, I say nay. I say nay. Okay. Okay. He's not making it. Uh, Swish, though, in the stream team says, uh, Love should be in the Hall of Fame for surviving all the trade rumors. <laughs> His name came up in a lot of trade rumors mm-hmm. over the years. Didn't but... get traded for Clay Thompson. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Play the Whoa. homer card. Yeah. Six-time All-Star. Kyle Lowry made one All-NBA team. Won a chip. He ranks 81st. All-time in win shares. This guy top 100 all-time when you're getting into that geeky stat. But, uh... Counting stats relatively low. Yeah. It took him a while to start his, you know, the, the successful yes. part of his NBA career. Bounce around a couple teams there. Become an established player is what I'm saying. Um, so so what do you think on Lowry, though? The, the, the chip gives him a good chance, I think, because he was huge for the Raptors. Yeah, Second yeah, best yeah. player on that team. Uh, again, doing it on the road against the Warriors. All those things, I think, factor into it. Uh, you know, and he, is he the greatest Raptor of all time? I mean, yes, yeah. but but I think this Vince is still higher in terms of Raptors legends because of what Vince did. Uh, don't think he's got enough to get in. Uh, if, if the Raptors were to win another championship, then he's in. For sure, but is he going to play on that? Team? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but uh, okay, <laughs> obviously not now. But I mean, if, if no, I like that. If the Raptors yeah. win a championship with or without Lowry, he's in. I he's like in. that. You know, that. he gets his number retired, uh, maybe even a statue. But uh, don't think he's got enough of a of an individual case to get himself in the hall here. Game one of the 2019 finals gets him in. I'm sorry, game one. What am I talking about? I mean, game six. six. Yeah. Game, game six. First quarter. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. quarter. Yeah. yeah, where he he just took over Kawhi took a back seat and Lowry was their second best player uh, and I, I like how you call him the second best player because he was the second best player on a championship team despite Pascal Siakam having you know that mm-hmm. opening huge game to start that series and scored more than Lowry in that series but I think Lowry was uh, was their second best player you know he's got the Chauncey Billups thing going on where it took him a while as you said uh, and they they found uh a beautiful gem there in uh, in Houston with a first round pick. The Raptors did trade a first round pick for him, and wow, um, yeah, he was he was bouncing around, button heads with coaches, and then uh, it worked out with Dwayne Casey. He's got he's he's got the resume. I understand why you wouldn't want him in um, because of you know he's he's not your typical all star or typical Hall of Famer, but. He's the guy you want on your team, right? <laughs> Dad Sass says, all seriousness, I love Lowry. I'm not going to use logic or thought. Lock. <laughs> I love that. Um, Good one. I was surprised, and Rob brought this up in his article. Lowry, according to Basketball References Hall of Fame probability, 85.7, which is 12th among active players in that category. I, I did not think it was going to be that high. That ranks 89th all-time, which has Billups just behind him. And I've always said... There is no bigger, uh, you know, um, someone cheering more for Billups to get into the Hall of Fame because I think if Billups get in, gets in, I think Kyle Lowry eventually gets in. But until that happens, it probably won't. Um, but that's just that's just nuts because every Hall eligible eligible player ahead of Lowry is in to the Hall of Fame except Larry Faust. <laughs> Faust. <laughs> Big Faust heads out yeah. there. Yeah. So I. I I think I have him. I literally am going to say maybe because it's going to depend on other guys getting yeah. in. Like, there's no way he's a first team All NBA or a Hall of Famer. But God, he's he is a winner. And like I said, like ranking that high in win shares also surprised me. 
won a lot of games and he, and and his and his career started slow with Memphis and Houston. Yeah. yeah, big chunk of it here. What happens here with Miami? Pat Riley called him fat, essentially. Yeah, he's he's uh, coming in shape. He should be right, yeah. and yeah. that that was a number one seed last year. The East is so interesting with Milwaukee, Boston. Um, the Heat are sort of an afterthought right now, and and Philly there as well. Those four should be fighting it out. But if Jimmy Butler has a legit number, you know, two B player, whatever you want to call Kyle Lowry, in shape and ready to go, they should be a number one seed again. Yeah, they could be uh, because they could they'll be. be fighting, unlike you know the Bucks. Anyway. Good uh, good poll results here. 25% say lock for Lowry, 38% maybe, 36% nah. Hmm. So it's across the board. Uh, Chris Paul, 12-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA player, nine wow. All-Defensive teams, despite being, what, not even six feet tall probably. He's listed as six feet, probably not that. He was voted top 75. He's a lock. Yep. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. No problem? Yeah, no right. problem. Led the league in steals six times. Finished runner-up MVP in 08. There you go. There you go. Uh, Rondo! Four-time All-Star, four-time All-Defensive player, sniffed one All-NBA team in 11-12. Uh, has two titles, one with the Celtics, one with the Lakers. Mm. Two legendary the only player, The only player to ever do that, right? Is that right? A title with the so, Celtics yeah. and the Lakers. Yeah. He's a three-time sure. assist champ. He's got a, a steals you know, title to his name. What do you think? Career averages of 9.8 points per game, 7.9 assists per game, and 4.5 rebounds. Can... Can playoff Rondo get in? Maybe just playoff Rondo goes in. Yeah, no, he, he can't get in. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, look, the common denominator with Rondo, when he was on good teams, he tried hard. When he was on bad teams, he quit. He quit on the Celtics. He quit on the Mavs. He quit on the Kings. He quit on Team USA. Uh, those stats you say about leading the league in, in assists, I mean, the ultimate, like, selfishly unselfish guy who just patted his stats when he did that. Oh, this, guy uh, hate, this guy hates no, I'm, Rondo. I, but I'm, I'm saying that as well. Like, he when he was on good teams... He was, oh, I'm going to try hard. When when the After the big three left, he's like, oh, I, I don't play defense anymore. He goes to the Mavs. He couldn't even fit in to the Mavs. They gave up a first-round pick to get him. So he's a quitter. I don't, I don't really think that playoff Rondo, who had some success on the big three team, um, is enough to get in there. Uh, and, and what did you say? 9.8 points per game and yeah. seven assists ten, or something 10, like. 8, and 4.5 and yeah. career average. So he, got a, he, he was lucky to get a few of those all-star nods. He was a replacement player at one point. Um, when Josh Smith should have gotten in. This guy no, never just, forgets I don't, I don't, if you were a replacement player for the All-Star. <laughs> I, never There's forgets. no question I have a personal bias against him. I don't like him. I don't think he's uh, anywhere near the sort of uh, get the, the recognition he gets. I don't think it's deserved because if he wasn't with Garnett, Rondo and Pierce, uh, Garnett, Allen and Pierce, him by himself has People are never... pointing out he was pretty exceptional in a lot of those playoff series, though, in games. Uh, but again, with, he with, was... With elite, with three Hall of Famers, exactly. but he so was great. He was the fourth option, so no no one's defense was he like, was you got to stop Rondo. General. Yeah, yeah, but no one's like, we got to we got to shut down Rondo. you got to shut down Garnett. you got to shut down Pierce. Ray Allen's out there on the perimeter. So someone had to benefit, and he did by passing them the ball. So, uh, no, he doesn't get in at all. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think he gets in. I don't think he has the... The resume, it's just a, it comes up short, uh, and I just want to correct myself slightly. Rondo won with the Celtics and the Lakers. He is the only one to win with the Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers, but Clyde Lovelett won with uh, Minneapolis, <laughs> oh. the the, uh, the actual state with lakes. Um, when uh, Minneapolis had the Lakers. Well, but, yeah, I don't think he makes it. Uh, I will bring up this comment here in the stream team. I know we're running long. Sorry, J.D., you got a flight to catch. But Truthbearer says, Lee, your point is silly because you could use the same argument against Draymond Green being the 
third, fourth best player out on the floor on an on, on a, obviously a championship team. There's no way Rondo had the same impact that Draymond Green's okay, had on well, his Warriors. That's why teams. I wanted to bring it up to Absolutely you. Absolutely not even a debate. Draymond Green defensively was significantly impactful on those teams. Rondo, again, I, I respect the fact that he did have some big games. There's no doubt about it. But because of those other three guys on his team, Draymond made his own presence felt because of himself. Right. Right, right, right. Whereas, you know, Rondo coming down, you know, passed the ball, and he and he started the break. He was a good rebounder in his early days there, like that. But there was n- Rondo. Is KG on record saying like we would have never won a title without Rondo? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I know he was high on him. Yeah, uh, I bet that team. But I mean, my point is, Curry yeah. has definitely gone on record and said like we're not winning these things without Draymond Green. Of course, Green and what yeah. He does. yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Draymond no. Green is their defense. You know, he he was that half of the floor. You know, so I think like it makes un, uh, makes sense why Curry would say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever yeah. seen Rondo as well? By the way, offensively take over a game and start scoring points. Now Draymond doesn't do that, but Draymond's impact on the offensive end was still significant, and mm-hmm. that's the thing. Rondo benefited because he had all those other players around him, whereas Draymond impacted those other guys in in, in a more definitive way. Okay. Okay. Well. 43% say, nah, Rondo's not making the haul. 33% maybe. 24% lock. Okay. Uh, from one Celtics legend to another, Jason Tatum. Mm. He's only played five seasons. He's already played in 13 playoff series. Yeah. Okay. He's been to three All-Star games, made two All-NBA teams. He won the inaugural Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals MVP <laughs> award. I don't know if we're going to start counting these. <laughs> yeah. You know, we didn't bring it up for yeah, Curry. Yeah, but right. uh, uh, Jason Tatum. Too, too soon? Is he a maybe? He's on the right trajectory, like a booker? What task are you going to start? Yeah, I think it's kind of uh, the right person to compare him to is Luca in a way. Like, oh. extremely early in his career. But he's going to get there very, very soon. A lot of playoff success. Now, you know, Luca's had, you know, been the number one on his team, even shorter amount of time. But, yeah, the fact that he's only played five freaking seasons, he's 24, you know, it's a little early. Um, but you know, I think yeah. I think pretty soon we'll be saying yes. You know, a couple of years from now we'll be saying he's a lock. So you're leaning towards lock? Yeah, you know, five years in. If his if his career ended now, no. Okay. N- not with what he's got. Right. But, but yeah, damn right, he's going to be it. Okay, Lee. Yeah, today no, but I think he does get in there because he's already played, as you mentioned, the playoffs. He's already played almost a season of playoff games wow. through five, seventy-four games. Uh, and he's put up pretty good numbers in those as well. 23 points a game. He had that huge banger on LeBron, of course, rookie Jason Tatum there. So he may end up with the most playoff games ever. You know who still holds the record? Fisher? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, wow. 259, I think it is there for Fisher. So Tatum is is clearly on his way. There's no doubt he's a, he's a uh, MVP candidate. He has performed in the playoffs. Uh, he's going to get there if he stays healthy. Yeah, there's a reason why Ben Golliver and... Andrew Sharp called Tatum 12-time Tatum. Yeah. Right from the jump. 12-time Tatum meaning he's going to make 12 All-Star games or 12 All-NBA selections. So he's he's uh sort of uh on his way to that uh that moniker. I mean, I'm leaning towards like I'm saying maybe right now. I can't say like if it was over. Like you you would made the case if Luka never played another game, you might yeah. even be like, "Damn, he still might be in the Hall of Fame," especially when you include the uh, international play. Yeah. But like you're not going to say that for Tatum. No. So, but but are you guys going? I just need to know so I can put it on the list. Both locks, though. You feel so confident. In- sure, lock me in. No, I'm not locking him. Okay, in you're now. maybe. Okay, okay, we we'll get two maybe. Next okay. year. Okay, I think that's right. Sixty-three percent say maybe. So uh, we're all on, basically on the same page with Tatum. I mean, yeah, but one or two more deep runs in the postseason, maybe a chip. 
I mean, it'd be interesting if he had won the title this year over the Warriors. Would we say like, should oh. have been three one up? Yeah. Uh, okay, he's maybe for now. Clay Thompson, another Warriors player. This is our fourth Warriors player. When are we getting to Looney? Yeah. Um, Four-time champ. <laughs> okay, Clay, two-time All-NBA, five-time All-Star, four championships uh, with the Warriors. Robbed of two consecutive seasons with the, the knee injury and then the Achilles injury. Uh, he probably, well, he would have been easily over 15,000 points had he played in those two seasons, but he's but he's not. Basketball Reference has his probability at 70%. So yeah. lock maybe or not for lock. Clay. Lock. lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's getting in. These, these these championships get him in there. Uh, he's had those incredible moments, a 37-point quarter, the 60-point game with, what, uh, nine dribbles or whatever it was. He does have iconic, like, yeah, he does. And, playoff uh, moments and you records. Know, just one of those games, along with Steph, they've changed the game, the way the three-pointer is. And, uh, St- and Clay's been a huge part of that. He's going to be a one-team guy, most likely, perhaps, Maybe at the end of his career, he bounces to a team or two. But uh, Clay's going to have the weight of the finals appearances and the championships. You know, I mean, that that's enough to get you in when you uh, you, you no, no one's expecting Clay to go out there and change his game and become a, a better passer or anything like. He's out there because he's just uh, a, such a, a threat from three point range every time he's on the court. And uh, he's performed. He's performed in the playoffs. So he was he, a great defensive player. Oh too. yeah, I know that's yeah. fallen off. a That's little underrated bit. as well. I think people yeah. sort of overlook that. But uh, yeah, Clay is a lock. Okay, I agree. He's a lock. If he can come back from what he came back from, then he's going to play another five years easily, and he's going to get probably to that twenty thousand point mark. I do believe. Mm. And yes, and I, he'll I, be I what second all time in three pointers made. And Game six, Clay is a thing. Stuff like that. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, a key, key, key guy uh, on four championship teams. I don't think he'll show up for his Hall of Fame speech. Mm. I think he'll be on the boat. He'll say, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe he'll send do it in. on IG Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll send in a video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, captain, the captain will send it in. But even though he doesn't have some of the cumulative stats because of those injuries, Clay is, you know, the perfect shooting guard. I didn't think it was yeah. going to happen when, when – his career early on, but he, he became such a really, really good defensive player. A perfect compliment to Steph Curry beside him. Nearly 80% of the uh, people in the stream team voting saying he's a lock. Mm-hmm. Clay's in. I'm with you guys. And of a lot of these guys on the list, I I would not be shocked at all if Clay just played until he's like oh, yeah. 42, Easily, you know, just yeah. like just bombing away out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because he seems to just be like an NBA sicko or a basketball sicko and uh, just keep. Keep playing. Mm-hmm. Keep getting paid, but we'll see. Uh, two more. We're almost done. Russell Westbrook. Okay. A lock. Yes. I know he's a polarizing player, but he's a nine-time All-Star, nine-time All-NBA, won an MVP. He's on the top 75. You know, he's the only player to average a triple-double in four separate seasons. Um, it was five in the end, wasn't it? Was I it five? I, I, I think know. it was, but yeah. Well, the first season he did it, he led the league in scoring. Yeah. The other times he did it, he led the league in assists. So, yeah. Russ, lock him in. You betcha. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely lock him in. I hope he has a, a few more years here to, to lengthen out his career, you know, add on to those stats because he's, he's 33. He's going to be 34 when the season uh, gets going basically in November. So can he pad Can he pad the stats a little bit? He could if he, if he hangs <laughs> he'll, out. He'll give it a go if he's up Yeah, there. if he's allowed to. <laughs> if he's allowed to. Yeah, I just hope he has, you know, a little bit of a different career arc. You know, a lo- the mellow thing that we've talked about. Right, but he's in, right. he's in obviously today, tomorrow, <laughs> the next day, yeah. But as Trey's brought up many times, it's more likely he's going the Iverson route. Yeah. Uh, yes. At the end of a career where I ain't changing. And everyone's like, well, then sorry. It's not going to work here anymore for you. Yeah. And, and less likely... 
takes on a mellow role, a Vince Carter role. Mm-hmm. And oh, changes, for sure, yeah. Changes, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, but you got him in his locker. Yeah, and you're right. Four times uh, he averaged a triple-double. It was that one there in uh, Washington, but the nine-time All-NBA all, uh, all stuff, I mean. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, he was a beast. It was a beast. It was just unfortunate, you know, that Russ has had the last couple of seasons where things haven't gone quite as well. And uh, those early Thunder teams, I mean, you know, they made the finals and they were leading the heat in the finals at one point there. So... Uh, could have been, you know. It's a crazy what if. Yeah, if for that, sure. It is. That young Thunder team with your yep. uh, three MVPs there go on to get that chip. Right? Yep. Uh, final one, Trey Young. Hmm. I put him on this list because you know we got Luca, uh, at least uh, getting consideration and hell getting locked from some of us. Uh, so Trey Young, two-time All Star, made the uh, All NBA team in 21-22. He's only played four seasons, just like Luca, of course. Career averages though, they're basically Lillard like 25-9 and four. He led the league in. Total points and total assists last year. Uh, but uh, where do you put him? Lock, maybe not. Well, not today. He's yeah. not a lock, no. Yeah. Um, maybe and likely. Uh, had some really good playoff moments as well in so far in his career. You know, some huge moments, in fact. Um, but too early. Far too early to say he's a lock. So, uh, m- no he's a, today. He's a maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe, sure. Agreed. He's not there quite yet. It is fun uh, to have this debate with Luca for his, his entire career because it's gone in Trey's favor, then it's gone in Luca's favor. Yeah, like when yeah, Trey, when yeah. Trey was bowing in Madison Square Garden, yeah. the title was Trey's. Look at us now. Who won this trade now? And then Luca goes on to a conference finals this year while Trey is at home with uh, his Hawks team. But yeah, I. I was it Cam Reddish? They got that extra draft pick because uh, remember the Mavs had to throw in an extra draft pick. I think it was Cam Reddish. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the number 10 pick, yeah, ended up... And that's weird. You know, they traded that back to the Knicks and... Uh, <laughs> For Kevin Knox, who's on the Pistons, so... Yeah, and Cam Reddish wants out, <laughs> potentially. Uh, I believed in Cam. But anyways, I, I do believe Trey Young will have a Hall of Fame career when all is said and done. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, for now, though, he's not in. So, that's it. I gave you, I believe, 33 names, I said. Wow. We have 19 of them, I think, if I've counted this up correctly. 19 is locks. Mm. Okay? Giannis... Carmelo Anthony, Jimmy Butler, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, James Harden, Dwight Howard, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Lillard, CP3, Clay Thompson, and Russell Westbrook. Hmm. Feel decent about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You don't want to make any any changes? No. No. Great. Because we have no time left. Yeah. Uh, This is one of the longer No Dunks episodes. This would be longer if we started at normal time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. It'd be very, very long. Wow. Our man JD's got a flight to catch. Oh, man. I mean, his house is still a construction zone, so we will start wrapping it up here. Thanks to everybody voting away in the polls. Shout out to TK, too, for helping us out with that. That's a lot of fun. It's always a nice little uh, button to put on each one to see what the people think, whether they agree, disagree. Uh, sound off in the YouTube comment sections. Let us know on Twitter, at Inc. your thoughts on some of the people we maybe said were... Hall of Fame locks or ones that didn't make the cut. Maybe some names that we didn't even address. What about this what guy? About this guy. Yeah, we're not going to do it right now, but you play what about this guy in the comment section. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, probably for this week, though, we'll have some fun little content. You said uh, Euro basketball, obviously, yeah. getting into the semifinals here and uh, WNBA going on. Trey doing a great job with those little shorts, those little one-minute recaps. Looks like the Aces are going to win this yeah, thing. 2-0 up. Yeah. Becky Hammond. No team has ever come back mm. down 2-0 there, I believe, in the in the WNBA Finals. So the Aces are probably going to win that. But uh, yeah, we'll be back some point later this week. Maybe some Top Shot Hot Boys as well. And if not, you'll see us next week. And we are getting real close to 
a bunch of your NBA sort of like season preview type stuff. Over-unders, talking awards, going through teams. The sicko stuff, if we're being honest. All right? Guys, great to see you. Shout out to everybody out there joining us on the stream team. Till next time, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Uh, thanks for caring. Thanks for caring. Thanks, thanks for, for joining us. Uh, and remember, we got to go. I, I No time uh, for a quote. We really got to go. JD's got a plane to catch. Good luck. Hey, we will allow you to listen to this podcast at 2x speed. Okay? This is the only no dunks one you're allowed to listen to at 2x speed. Uh, embrace the week and weekend, all that stuff, people. We'll see you when we see you. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.